The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast, final arrangements have been set for Nipsey Hussle, Jesse Still in the News, Good News for Nelly, Mackenzie Should Change Her Name to Pesos, We Take Our Hats Off to Mr. Marcus, and Beyonce. We'll also get into our segments, What the Fuck Were You Thinking, What Fucking Years This, and Our Unpopular Opinions. Let's start the show. Let's get it started in here. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. now, now. Look, my nigga, this is dedication. This is anti-hesitation. It's a real nigga celebration. It's a dime block declaration. 59th and 5th Ave, granny house with vanilla wafers. It's the remedy to separation. Tupac of my generation. Blue pill in the fucking matrix. Red rose in the gray pavement. Young black nigga trapped and he can't change it. No, he a genius, he just can't claim it. Cause they left him no platform to explain it. He frustrated, so he get faded. Like deep down inside, he know you can't fail How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meet preparation? I need some real nigga reparations Or I run up in your bank just for recreation Dedication, hard work, plus patience To some more of my sacrifice, I'm done waiting I'm done waiting, told you that I wasn't playing Now you hear what I've been saying Dedication Dedication Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Come real. Uh, what up, world? It's your boy, Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And uh, we back for another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean. You can find us on iHeartRadio or anywhere else podcasts are giving away absolutely for free. Uh, thank y'all for joining us. Uh, so, Courtney, how you been? I'm in good. How about you? I'm out here surviving, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make it in this white man's world. <clears throat> How was your uh, weekend so far? It was good, real relaxed. We didn't leave the house. Uh, and that's Uh-oh. just how I like it. You know what that means. What? Furniture moving. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to y'all and y'all. Uh, what's it called when... Married people are having crazy sex. Mm. I don't know if there's a phrase for that. I don't. I don't think there is either. At any rate, that's what y'all was doing. I feel it in my in my spirit. <laughs> feel it in my spirit, beloved. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. See, so I've been home all weekend so far. Wonderful. No sushi. Nope, we didn't leave the house. Damn. What y'all we ate? Did not, we did not leave the house. I, I, like, I cooked. We have food at home. We grocery shop. Oh, okay. I cooked. <laughs> what night did I cook? Man, did I tell you? I, I talked talk about my wings last week. Yes, you did talk about your wings. I made yeah. some more, man. I'm, That's I'm what getting, I was getting ready to say. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. That sauce. I seen, huh? I seen your little half-ass Insta story um, about what you was cooking that day. Oh, what was that? What, what day was that? Was that Saturday? That wasn't Saturday. That wasn't Saturday. That had to be a. That had to be Tuesday because I was off Tuesday. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it was, and you just too damn 
stories of you like all in the damn griddle and you was like, okay, I'm done with this shit. And this is what I'm cooking. Exactly. Like, that's, that's, I was cause like I oil my griddle or whatever. I had made a French toast, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I might can tell y'all how I do my French toast. You know, I, you know what I'm saying? With the, with the, uh, 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 um, heavy whipping cream and the, and the, uh, what you call it? Vanilla extract and all that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? I could tell you all of that, the steps and all of that. But you know what I'm saying? I grease my griddle up, you know, because you could just throw it on the griddle or whatever have you because the griddle is non-stick. It's copper, beloved. But I don't oh. do that. I go that extra step and get me some olive oil and put it on there for flavor, okay? Also for crispness. You want to have a little crispness to your stuff. And so that's what I do. So, you know, I put it on there and I get the little uh, thing which you use, the, the, the base barbecue or whatever. I don't use mine for that most of the times. I use mine to spread it on the griddle evenly, beloved. And so that's what I did on my Insta story. And then halfway through, I was like, this is pointless and I feel foolish for showing my cooking steps. So I just, after I got finished, I was just like, yeah, y'all, I made French toast. and like bacon or whatever. And my French toast looked lovely. I had, my French toast was, uh, I don't know if he, he made it up or not, but we're going to attribute this to the uh, late, great DJ Blaze. Blaze would always go to uh, Waffle House and he'd be like, yo, let me get some Beyonce. Let me get uh, whatever, whatever, and let me get a Beyonce. And Beyonce is a golden brown waffle. So whenever you're making a breakfast, thing, a bre- breakfast pastry, if you will, you got you to have a Beyonce. got to be golden brown. Okay. My pancakes be Beyonce. My waffles be Beyonce, and my uh, French toast was Beyonce the other day, uh, which you were previously referring to. And so, I had me like, I made too many, because, you know what I'm saying, with my, uh, what kind of bread was that? It was like some butter bread, Texas toast butter bread or some shit. It was real thick. I had like too much. So, I had like eight pieces of Texas, um, of French toast. Tried to save three. They still in the refrigerator right now. Cause I'm not gonna eat it, mm-hmm. but it was good. You know what I'm saying? I got some cinnamon sugar, put that in the in the batter, whatever. Get a little sweetness. We would we would have liked to see it. Y'all would have liked to eat it too, because <laughs> <laughs> it was good. That bacon was. Make me so sick. You ever seen you ever seen that meme? It'd be like, how you like your bacon? One, two, three, four, five, or six, or whatever. Yeah. Mine was four. Perfect. I don't. I, I've never been a person that like like the soft, flimsy kind of bacon. Oh no, no, I, I I don't like that kind of bacon. I just didn't, I didn't understand why people like their bacon like that. The only, the only thing about it, like, you know, like that real thick bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't. It's kind of hard to get that crispy like that. I don't know though because um, whenever I was eating bacon and i lived in texas i was buying a cracker barrel bacon out of the store and i could get it crispy the thick but, thick the thick thick yeah kind? it was thick and then if they didn't have that one in i can't remember the brand that i used to buy but it was thick like i only like thick bacon so i wasn't buying none hmm, of the, so. the other what huh what what was that what's that what happened no right Oh, I thought you heard something. Go ahead. Yeah, anyway. Right. I did hear you say something. Oh, mm-mm. You like thick, mm, right. thick bacon. Whatever. Anyways, I'm off that. We ain't even talking about it no more. You don't want to show us your your cooking skills. We ain't going to believe you. Next. Well, I mean, my damn chicken wings was great. 
I'm getting better. I ain't seen them either. Oh yeah, I'm getting better at uh, chicken. It's the sauce though. It's the sauce. It's really the sauce. And I'm trying to master my air. Like when I first got my air fryer, I was, you know, what I'm saying, doing it the specifications that it had on the thing or whatever. But now I've turned the temperature down a little bit, and mm-hmm. I've taken the time down a little bit. So 13, 14 minutes, my shit crispy because I, you know, once again, olive oil, baste them in them olive oil. And put a little seasoned salt on there. And then after that, you know what I'm saying, my little special sauce or whatever I make with the honey and the butter and and the lemon pepper and garlic and onion seasoning. You know what I'm saying? I put that on there. Man. Ooh. It was it was like some sauce left over and I had some bread. That sauce was so good, I just sopped that, that uh, sauce up in the bread. I felt so fucking obese. I feel like somebody. Anytime you sopping something with bread, it's 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 a little it's a little beast in there. It, especially when it don't come with the meal. Like if right. you at like KFC or something, you got you know you get the combo and you get mashed potatoes and gravy and you get that biscuit that come up with it. It's all fair game, fair. You know what I'm saying to sop it up because it came with it. But if you got to go and get, uh, let's just say a type of bread. Let's say it was French hoagie rolls. And you go and get one French hoagie roll out the pack and just use one whole French hoagie roll to sop up your special made sauce, then you may have a problem. It's a little obesity in there. A little obesity in there. I felt like 600 pound life. Um, A family by the ton. <sighs> but, uh, ooh, oh, speaking of that, I was watching that the other day. Um, It was called One Ton Family or something. It wasn't Family by the Ton. It was called One Ton Family or something like that. So, like, it was siblings. It was two sisters and a brother. And they told their story and shit. Like, one of the sisters was, like, six-something. The other sister was, like, seven-something. And the brother was, like, five-something. Y'all may have seen this meme or whatever, right? So, they go to get weighed in or whatever. They, You know, all of them underestimated how fat they really were. Mm-hmm. And so, like, one sister, sister get on the scale, and it was, like, 700-something. It was, like, close to 700. It was, like, 650-something. Then the brother get on the scale. He was 560-something, or 580-something. And then the last sister get on the scale, and her she was 803. And the brother was, like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and he made, like, a little face and shit. But <laughs> that shit was so funny. Like, I didn't know that was – I saw that little meme or that little clip before – but to see that shit live, and I was on the phone with my homeboy. We was talking about something serious. We was talking about like uh, helping out one of our homeboys um, that passed sons or whatever. We was talking about helping him out, you know what I'm saying, with some shit. And that shit was on, and my homeboy, we talking serious, like, yeah, we got to take care of him, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And that shit came on, and I just busted out laughing or whatever. And he was like, my homeboy, like, you know, that shit, what, what going on? What going on? He thought I was laughing at him, but I was laughing at that damn that damn show, but uh, it's out of line. Out of line. I I've never seen that show. Um, I did used to watch my six hundred pound life, mm-hmm. and I just I, I I still clearly don't have any words. That's how I used to be watching TV, just like in complete amazement, but not like oh, this is so amazing, but like how? Yeah, like watching that sh- watching that show. Like some of the people on there, like. Your body parts don't look like real body parts. Like right. your your legs don't legs don't grow like that, beloved. Like what the fuck they is going don't. on? And it would make me so mad because they would have the nerve to be so damn mean. Yeah. Like I was watching this one and she was trying to get on the bed, but they couldn't have like the the they white, were in a the hotel white girl. Or something. I know this one. Yeah. The white girl and it was on rollers. 
Right. And she felt. <laughs> you can't be this mean and mad at other people because you twenty eight thousand million pounds. Like I'm so confused. <laughs> You yeah, need to humble yourself yeah. and be thankful motherfuckers and they ain't trying to pick up the railing and you and they hollering and calling people stupid. I could they, not, they in they, stupid because you fat. They're in there dismantling the damn, dismantling the bed in a hotel for her because she can't, you know what I'm saying, function in there. On the shit, on the shit that I was watching the other night, the, the girl... She's so damn big, the 800 pounds, she can't put her own pants on right. So she can manage to get her drawers up to uh, her lower stomach. And that was about it. So she called in. The, so she called her neighbor on the phone. She was like, I guess the lady is like a CNA or something. So she used to that shit. And um, she was like, um, uh, Miss Francine, can you come over and help me get my pants on? She act like she had an attitude or whatever. Not the lady that came, but the one that um, was oh. asked that call. And so the lady helped her help her put her pants around her feet or whatever and you know start to get up and then she asked her to put some cream can you put can you put this on my stomach and the look on the lady face was like i know you fucking lying <laughs> <laughs> but she did it anyway because she had a little nurse's uniform her scrubs on or whatever you know what i'm saying but um yeah like i can see if like you got injured or if you got a sickness or something like that, but to just slowly eat yourself in the way you can't do shit for yourself, like <sighs> I just uh I mean I'm a very compassionate person. I am. And it ain't many things where I'm just kinda like, nah, you good. Like you created this yourself and I need you to figure it out yourself. Um and I used to be like that about everything. Like, well, that ain't my problem. Well, that ain't this. And I don't got to help. I don't got to have compassion. I used to be like that about every single thing. Hmm, you or me? What the fuck? Yeah, I definitely was. Uh, it was, yeah, you know, I was. Now, I've grown more compassionate about different things. But let me tell you something. That is just one area where I still, I just don't have it. And I feel, I can't. I don't feel bad about not having it. Like you gotta figure this shit out. Like you gotta figure out how to stop eating. Even if you feel like you have an issue with food that is unhealthy or you can't stop eating or you feel like your stomach is a bottomless pit, like you just still gotta figure shit out. They got psychologists and therapists for every single thing mm -hmm. and every single addictive type of avenue. Um, Cause I mean, let's be for real. People eat addictively or like eat because they're depressed or eat their emotions. People do all kinds of stuff. There's a psychiatrist um, for everything. I'm I'm just not. I, I I can't. I just don't understand. Especially because most of them. I remember watching this one one time with a black lady, and I think she was in Florida or something like that. Oh, she was so mean. I'm talking about ready to try and fight if nobody ain't bringing her a twenty piece chicken, and I just didn't understand. She had to hold up. The whole dub. Jesus Christ. A chicken the don't do a chicken dub. got 20 pieces. Let's count y'all. We're gonna count right now and see how many pieces really on the chicken. So you get the chicken, um, you get two drumsticks on the chicken. Um, so two legs on the chicken, then you got two thighs, that's four, two breasts, that's six, then you got two wings that come on the chicken. That's eight. What else come on the chicken? What did you say, thighs? Yeah, I said thighs. You got the legs, two legs, two thighs. So that's two breasts. Two breasts. Two wings. Two wings. They don't sell chicken backs. 
They don't, but I know people that eat chicken back. I ain't never had chicken back. Me either. So if you so if you get eight pieces of chicken. You've eaten a whole chicken, basically. If you can eat eight pieces of chicken, you've yeah. basically eaten a whole chicken. If I've never eat. been able to eat eight pieces of chicken. I, I can eat eight wings, but really, that's only four pieces of chicken. Right. I was going to say, like, if we if we talking, yeah. You but I'm, I'm talking, saying. like, I can maybe, I don't even know that I can eat eight if they the flats. Like, just the flat part, no drum, no tip. Yeah, tip you don't count. Tip don't count. I don't know. I, I still fuck up the tip. But you anyway, know what I'm saying? Don't, yeah. count, don't count in the count as far as, like... If you get, right, eight, right, you know right. what I'm saying. So, if you eat eight pieces, if you eat twenty pieces of chicken, you don't eat two and a quarter. Chicken. <laughs> you ate two and a quarter chickens. If you eat six, if you eat twenty pieces of chicken, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And you begging for that shit, and she probably had sides too. You done ate two chickens. Oh, yeah. She definitely had size. She had um like a family style. All her size was family style, and she had two or three of them. And she ate them in and one she, sitting? She ate it all in one sitting. And initially, this was like after they had like the whatever meeting with the doctor. The doctor told her she wasn't healthy enough to have gastric, all this stuff. Mind you, she had to be transported in the ambulance. Hold up. This that, what you just said reminded me of a meme about black people telling a story, and in the middle of the story, they it's, a, oh, it's certain phrases you. that they say. You said mm-hmm. it just mind you, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, now she had to. Is that the one where they had to cut the cut the um the the, the house over and, and get her out in a damn forklift? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I said. And that. you mad? Like you? Let me tell you something. You got to be so sorry to. You got to be so thankful to these people in your life. When you got from the doctor that they said you needed to change how you eat and you needed to lose some weight before you can have gastric, and you told the person living with you it was your children. You know, help me. Don't let me eat this. Don't let me do that. But the minute they didn't give you what you wanted, you was trying to throw everything at them like beat their ass, even though you can't move. Like I was just. Sitting there like, no, I don't feel, I don't feel nothing. Like let I can't be made to feel sorry for you. Let me tell you something, Doctor. Now I can't say his name because nobody ever say his name right. He must be born August the nineteenth, <laughs> um, because he like an old me <laughs> from another country. That nigga's like, he'd be like, uh, Courtney, you weigh eight hundred and three <laughs> pounds. You're not healthy. If you don't get your weight down. You're going to die quickly. You have to lose. <laughs> He'll say some outrageous ass number. Well, it seems like it ain't no damn hope. You're going to have to lose 700 pounds in two months and then come back to me. If you lose 600 pounds, you're going to die. You need to lose the 700 pounds. We have a diet for you of lettuce, carrot sticks, and water and juice. If you eat anything else, you're going to die. Do not come back to me unless you lose the 700 pounds. <laughs> if you lose 699 pounds, you will not be healthy enough for this surgery. <laughs> and then the people, they, they just be like, ah, and doctor, now he told me I had to lose the 700. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm just going to try. Halfway through, they relapse and shit. That show is... I just didn't know realize it was that many people that big just in America. I didn't realize either. Like when they first started making these shows, for me it was kind of like catfish. Like okay, they doing this, but they they understand like this show isn't gonna be long term. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like 
People ain't gonna keep getting catfish because this this shows on you know the cable TV and then every ain't this many obese people in the world like so they ain't gonna maybe about two three seasons max well, they gonna be having this but I mean oh it's it, here's the thing though it's that many obese people I'm obese technically I mean I am too technically yeah technically I'm obese so I don't know what you call that they like whales I or just something. feel like. It was oh, it was one girl. I'm sorry, y'all. If you big like this, I don't got. I got more compassion for a crackhead than I do for a motherfucker that damn eat so much to where they they can barely fit in a damn SUV, like with the seat all the way back, your stomach touching the damn um, touching the damn steering wheel every time you get out. It was one girl every time she got out the car, it bonked the horn, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh my god! So and she was she was the saddest one too, cause she still had a job. She still was going to work, but just every time she got to work and she got out the car, that damn horn bump. And she she like went to work on the way to work. She like stopped and got like a big ass coffee and got like a Danish and got like <laughs> it's like four sausage biscuits. So I was like, damn, like that don't even sound right. Like mothers must be. And then she like. <laughs> Her hands were so big and she eating that damn Tina sausage biscuit with them big ass hands. That shit look like Shaq eating a damn Whopper or something. Man, that shit was it's so fucking it's funny, but it's sad at the same time. And just walk on your lunch break or something. Like, God something. damn. Something. And then, something well, she walked she was like it was hard for her to get in. She was the saddest one I felt the most for her because she she was like it's so hard for her to walk to her desk. Um, but, uh, you know, after a while, you know, she won't be able to do it. Um, and she don't know what she'll do about work or whatever. But, like, you know this. I guess getting that big, it got to be some mental. It's some mental shit. And it's a disease, I guess. you want to call it. I, that. Yeah, and that's what they say. It's, you got a fat a demon disease. inside of you. It's a fat demon that's done possessed you to eat carbs upon carbs upon carbs. But that food do taste good, though. I ain't going to lie. I mean, food definitely tastes good. I, I had obese. Damn. I, I, I'm, I missed the gym last week, so I'm going to the gym next week. You know what I'm saying? Because this week has been very, hmm, what's the word I can, um, it's been a tasty week for me, is what I can say. Because yesterday, <laughs> I went to see, uh. Blaze mom, you know what I'm saying? She got a, a, a grocery, they got a grocery store in the restaurant. And when I tell you, I had the best oxtails I have ever had since the last time I had their oxtails and rice and peas and cabbage and mac and cheese and topped it off with a special Mama J sweet tea. And I ate it all in one set. I did see your, um, your Insta story and I saw that and I was like, ooh. Yes, it was so good. Like the oxtail just slid right off the bone. You know it. Good, you know it come off good when you take it off easy with a plastic fork. It just slid right on off. I ain't had to chew. I ain't had to get my hands dirty or nothing. And I ate and ate. And when I got halfway through, I saw like, well, you know, in the words of Nipsey Hussle, the marathon continues. So I just continued to eat and ate sure. until it was over. And I didn't feel bad, not one bit. <sighs> because we all know Jamaican food is very healthy. Um, 
Oh, and I had right. plantains too. Uh, That's, I love the plantains. Yeah, they so good. They so good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sure, ever sure. hear a nigga call them shits bananas. <laughs> <laughs> um, you make me sick. <laughs> Ooh, that's a uh, that's probably the longest intro we've ever had. I ain't lying. What I was trying to say, like, how we even got off on this tangent? I don't at know, any rate, talking about that damn show. Let me check real yeah. quick to see if we have any, if we have any, uh, because we don't don't have any emails, y'all. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna check real quick to see if we got any um reviews, <clears throat> real quick before we. Continue on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now we don't got any reviews, but uh, yeah, y'all, uh, hit us up on iTunes. Give us a five star review. We'll read it on the show. Blah blah blah. Oh, and if you listen this far, next week show, it's gonna be a special show. Y'all gonna want to tune in. We gonna have two very special guests on the show. It's gonna be the, it's gonna be the biggest guest since uh we had what's the nigga with the fro with the gap tooth? He be he was with Bernie Sanders. Uh, what's his name? Cornell West. It, this is going to be the biggest guest we had on the show since Cornell West. I promise you that. I promise you that. So y'all definitely want to tune in next week. <sighs> but anyway, Courtney, I guess we can jump into some news. Um, jump into some news. No, we had a special episode in the middle of the week, you know what I'm saying, regarding the, the great rapper, uh, the great human being, just all around, you know, well... Now this week is debatable. Like, and motherfuckers always come out with some shit. But anyway, um, you know, regarding Nipsey Hussle, we had a show, you know what I'm saying, just talking about him, his life or whatever. Well, they uh have announced his funeral services. Um they'll be held at Staples Center. Um the venue it holds uh twenty one thousand people. Um and it'll be Thursday, April eleventh. Um they say the uh, LAPD officers will be present to secure the event. Um, and one article that said that you had to pur- purchase tickets or whatever, but uh, some of his family members came out and said that uh, that's not true. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, so yeah, the LA Times did a really good piece on him. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. I saw like it was another um news thing that was like big that talked about him too. Um, but yeah, so. Times. Did a good piece about him, and they interviewed his mom, dad, and Lauren. Oh, and okay. Black Sam. Mm-hmm. Black Sam. Who was that? His uh, bodyguard. His brother. Oh, his brother. Oh, that's the light skinned dude. The other dude. I saw. I saw him. They look Ooh, alike too. Just like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's What's yeah. his bodyguard name? Uh, I can't remember his name. I do not remember his name, but um, I know he was. He was like his post made me cry. Um, I don't know. I, I think, I, I mean, his services being at the Staples Center just speaks like volumes to like the type of person that he was and everybody that want to, you know, be there and show, pay their respects, what have you. Mm. Mm. I got a question for you since you, um, I don't know, should I leave this as my unpopular opinion? Hmm. I don't know. It might be, it might be salacious. It might be like a hot take or whatever. Um, I might leave that as my unpopular opinion. I got a few that I was bouncing around all week. Mm. <clears throat> um, and I I always have them. Like every day I have someone, I'd be like, yeah, that'd be my unpopular opinion for the week. But then I like forget by the end of the day. So 
I had I was right. I can't like it's hard to do. Cause by the time I get to where I can get to my phone, I'll forget and shit like that. Uh <clears throat> so yeah, um if you're in the LA area, you know, I guess go attend. Um I know a couple people um from North Carolina, Georgia, um, Texas, uh, they flying in for it. Damn. Regular ass people. <laughs> mm. Um I don't know if I go I don't know if I go to a celebrity funeral. I would if I mean if if I was old enough during that time, I would have definitely went to Tupac's. I would have went to Nipsey's. I would go to Jericho's and I would go to Jay Z. I would go to Nipsey Hustle funeral. I go to any celebrity funeral if it was somebody I fucked with like that. And those are the top four male artists whose funeral that I would go to. But that's that completes my top four. I don't have anybody else. I would go to their funeral. If I fought with them like that, and if they died, if they lived in the city I was from, and if I was work, off work that day, um, that was how I would go. <laughs> Other than that, I don't think I would attend. I know if one celebrity die, I might have to um take like, you know how jobs give you like three bereavement days. Mm-hmm. Jay Z. <laughs> I might need a couple bereavement days, cause yeah. I, I, you know what I'm saying, like. We talked about Nipsey Hussle on here before. Listen to his music. I, I think we might have played his, you know, a song or two as a show intro or during the show or whatever. But man, I didn't think I would, you know, be sad this long or whatever. Maybe was, I didn't think I would either. Well, I, I mean, honestly, I didn't ever think about him not being with us. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ever think that anybody was going to take his life. But I literally like more since it happened about five mornings since it happened i woke up and he was on my mind and then i immediately fall in this nipsey rabbit hole oh i started listening to his music and shit listening to his music on like on social like on social media just you know just everything i just get into this rabbit hole and even this morning when we broke up Brittany was like no nipsey rabbit hole this morning like put your phone down she said you know nipsey what no Nipsey rabbit hole this morning. Like oh, oh, now. oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was like somebody who she listened to? Who was like her person, or artist, or whatever? Who is Britney's artist? Ooh, you better know. <laughs> you she better listens know. to such. Shut up. She listens to such a wide variety of stuff. Um, I'm not gonna say she don't listen to rap. She definitely does listen to rap, but I she doesn't. Have a favorite rapper. Um, she don't got no favorite artist. I'm sure everybody got. Wait, a favorite who's your favorite artist? She she isn't a person that be having favorites for real. She don't got a but, favorite nut. I mean, I mean, she has a favorite color. Black. Um, like a favorite? No, Brittany's favorite color is orange. <laughs> the fuck? Um, she from she Texas. Got a that is right. Favorite shoe and or like a and she has a favorite like what's clothing her favorite, brand. What's her favorite shoe? Jordan Fours. Baby, which Jordans is it? What'd she say? Elevens. Elevens? She yeah. look like a four lover. Okay. I, I she got that. fours in there. I of course like she fours. do. She got all of them. She do. She, she, hold up, hold up. It's real ridiculous. Did she get the 14s yesterday? 
No, she didn't. I asked her if she wanted to go get them, but she didn't go get them. Damn, you know what? I should have got you to go get them for me. Fuck. <laughs> Let me tell you all about my morning yesterday. Because you was at you was in North Carolina and you couldn't get them. I thought Brittany was going to go get them because she Who's always kept saying, I want to get those. I want to get those. And she didn't get them. So when they came out yesterday, I was definitely expecting we were going to go to the mall. No, I wasn't in North Carolina yesterday. Oh. No, I went to... uh. So here at the mall here, one of the stores opened up at eight o'clock or whatever to sell them. So I got there like seven fifty, thinking, well, and I ain't heard too many people talking about it. So I, for one, they had one person in the store, so he had to go and get the shoes and come out, and he was only letting like five people in at a time, right? Yeah. So I still, I'm in line for like forty five minutes. I get to the gate. He like, yeah, all I got is an eight and a half left. That's cool if you're a nigga that wear eight and a half. I wear fucking eleven and a half. So I'm at the gate, so boom, I'm like, damn, I can't get the shoes now. The other shoe stores in the mall didn't have them. So I was going to go to Columbia, um, which is, if y'all don't know, it's like an hour away from where I live. I was getting my computer service because it was full and it was running slow. I was going to get a new hard drive put in it. So I'm like, well, at the place where the computer is, it's like a big shopping center plaza. It, well, it's a huge um, like shopping center or whatever. So I was like, well, it's a shoe store there. By the time I get there, you know what I'm saying, maybe um, the store will be open and I can get some shoes. So I get there, and I'm like, yeah, I'll stand in line here or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm standing in line. The line moving quick. I'm like, okay, I might might be good. It wasn't too, long, too many people out there. <sighs> About three times, three people ahead of me, the girl comes out. She's like, yeah, we got this 9, 8, and a 13. Damn. Yeah, so. I thought you went to Dreamville, to the Dreamville. Uh, no, I didn't because, okay, so I leave there and take my um computer to the computer store or whatever. He was like, yeah, to put the hard drive in, it'll take maybe an hour. Um, And so he was, and this is like 10, mind you, this is like <laughs> 10, 10, this is like 10, 15 at this point. So he's like, yeah, it'll probably take an hour to put the hard drive in or whatever. He was like, which one you want? I told him the 500, you know what I'm saying? Give me the 500 because I already got 250 that's full. So he puts it in. Um, He puts it in or whatever. And he was like, well, if you want everything transferred over to the other hard drive, you know what I'm saying, it'll probably take a while. It just depends on how long. You know, it's, it can vary how long, you know. So I'm like, okay. So I go and sit out in the car, I'm you know what I'm saying, on the car for like an hour. I'm talking about an hour and a half. He's like, yeah, we'll call you. So then I leave. <sighs> That's when I go and get my Jamaican food. I'm over there for like an hour and such. Then I go back to the store. He was like, yeah, it's probably still going to be a little while. He was like, you can wait. And and <clears throat> I was planning on going to see us. I was like, shit, while I'm here, I might as well go see us. But us started at 140. I get back over there to where the uh, place is. It's like. Two o'clock. So I missed that. So I sit down in the place and I'm like, he they got like this huge TV, like a 70-inch TV. So he puts on a movie or whatever. He's like, well, you can watch a movie if you want to, you know what I'm saying, until your, you know, your computer gets finished. So he puts on the Apple TV or whatever. And he has that uh, the animated Spider-Man movie called uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse or something like that it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell y'all, if y'all haven't seen that movie, watch that movie. That shit is great. Anyway, he put that movie on. I watched the whole movie. At this point, it's like 3.30, 3.45. I didn't leave there until like 4.15, 4.30. I got there at 10.15, y'all. 
Mm-mm. It's no Dreamville Fest for me that day. Did you already pay for your ticket? No, uh-uh. I'm glad I did. If I did, if I would have paid for my ticket, my whole day would have changed because I wouldn't have. I knew I figured it was gonna take a long time to get my computer fixed or whatever. So I just, you know, what I'm saying I was like, um, I'll just go ahead and do that because if I didn't do the compute, get my computer fixed, it would be no show. You know what I'm saying? So right. <clears throat> so I went ahead and got that done. So it wouldn't affect anyone else but me and my time. So um, that was my day yesterday. Well, I definitely thought you had tickets, but I also saw like on Thursday or Friday where it was completely sold out. Yeah, I saw videos of him. Um, well, they had it. They had it live on Title last night, so I did see some of it. Like I saw Meek Mill and uh, Twenty One Savage perform with J Cole. Um, and it was over at like eleven. So, yeah, I'm, and I want we wanted to get VIP tickets, but like my homeboy had went. To get to get some VIP tickets, and it was like three of them, and so he had them in his um in his cart, and I think he said something happened, like he had to get off the computer for like an hour, and when he went back, they were already sold. So, mm. um, those things went fast, but that shit was huge. I didn't know it was gonna be huge like that. I'm gonna try to go next year. I was yeah, I was looking at it, and I was like, I'm definitely gonna try to go next year. Yeah. Um, a couple of my people in my tribe went and I was just like, okay, like that's dope. I'm gonna try to go um next year. I didn't even know like he had a festival or that, you know, it was even a thing. So Yeah, apparently um, this is the second one. Yeah, and I had never known. So now that I know, definitely keep myself, you know, in the loop about that because, you know, he's one of my top four and of all time. I just out I mean, right now. I I'm uh yeah. Of which one? Of all time or right now? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, that's when I said Tupac, Nipsey, Jay-Z, and J. Cole. Mm. I mean, all before when I was thinking about it, like I had DMX in there, I had Nas in there, but... You ain't really listen to them like that. I listened, I honestly listened to more DMX than I did Nas. And then you um, thought about all the times you was listening to Nas and you fell asleep and you was like, yeah, Nas gotta go. <laughs> that hit a nerve. That was right. Nas, Nas, boring as fuck. I mean that. I mean he has some songs that definitely keep me, and I'd be rocking with it. But then, but for the most part, uh, for, for the I most part, I noticed that I was. Yeah, I noticed I was just start like spacing out or like doing something else, or you know how like sometimes you can be driving and then you come to and be like, damn, did I pass this? Like I don't even remember. Like you kind of have that moment. Like mm-hmm. that's how what kind of be sometimes with his music. I mean. And I just was like, okay, let me, I can move Nas out. Like, I mean, he did what he did. He had his time, but he can't hold that space. He just can't. For the most part, his beat selection is trash. And, um. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't want to agree. You don't got to agree. I mean, this may be coming from some, from a place of takeover-ishness, but hey, that's me. He he, he has horrible beat selection. Like, somebody like Rick Ross they pick, pick great beats. He picked great beats Rick all the time. Rick Ross does pick great beats. You know beats. what I'm saying? Rick, uh, yeah, I like Rick Ross. Even Britney in here pointing her finger and shaking her head. Like, Dang. But uh, Nas, I don't know what the... I, maybe he just feel like he can rap so good that he can make any song great and that's yeah. just not it. No. He, 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 com- he com- 
confident like that. I just he he had to move. Um, he had to move. That's just the bottom line. He had to move, and even with DMX, like I still listen to DMX stuff, and I still get with him going word for word. But he just don't hold in that spot for me no more. You know, I listen to um, I like listening to people that uh, I kind of identify with. I can't. Yeah. I can't really identify with DMX like that back in the day. I mean, I thought his music was like good or whatever, but I I, I couldn't really identify with him like that. So, I think DMX. My mom loved DMX so much, and we used to listen to him so much. So it was just kind of like, well, I can rap all his songs just like him. Like I know all the words to all his songs because I've heard them all the time. And for a while, I just thought, well, I know his songs like the back of my hand. Like he should be in my top whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then I had to realize, like, okay, nah. You know. Um, oh, go ahead. And, and as crazy as it is, um, I know a lot of Lil Wayne songs, a lot of them. And I used to fuck, like, listen to his shit heavy, but he was never in my top. I don't even know. I don't, I don't have a reason for that. I don't even know why, but he just wasn't. And I know for a lot of people, he is in their top, however many numbers you got. I know some people generally do a top three, then top five, then top ten, but I just have a top four. Yeah, I, I don't. It. I can't decide for a fifth for a fifth person. I don't know. So then I don't got it. I got a top five. Who? Tell me. Um. Uh. Who I say in my top five? Jay Z. Um. Red Man, Scarface, Andre Three Thousand, and Andre. And who I say Biggie? Yeah. Mm. I would definitely put Andre in my if I was making a top five. I would I would add Andre. Most definitely. Um, I used to be like a like a super fool about Andre. And I remember I seen him at Six Flags. <laughs> it was so weird. He was so cool, but you spoke to a him? little bit, a little bit awkward. We were. I was sitting on a bench, and you know, at, well, if you don't know, at Six Flags, like the benches were back to back, and I was just sitting on the back, and my ex wife, she was just like. Uh, Courtney, who your favorite? Like, who your favorite? And I was just like, where? She was like, we in Atlanta. Like, who your favorite from Atlanta? And I was just like, Andre 3000 and T.I. Like, what you mean? Like, why are you asking me that? Why are we on break? Like, I'm out of breath. I don't want to talk. And I just felt like some movement a little bit. And I went to turn around and he was right there. And I, I didn't say anything. I didn't yell. But he was just like looking at me. He was just like, Please don't say nothing. Like, I'm out here with my family. I brought my whole family, kind of like a reunion thing. I don't want no attention to be drawn. And he was just like, thank you. And he was just like, one picture, but it can't be like, uh, you know, whatever. And he took the picture, and he was just real cool. And I just was looking at him. He was tall. And I was just like, oh, my God, I just want to be, like, in your family. I just want you to take me home. I just want to love you down. But mm, mm. <laughs> sound like a, like a hankering to me. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. But um, anchoring, yeah, he was he was real humble. He was just like, we could just take the picture. Like he, you know, kind of turned around to like get in the picture without like creating no buzz. He had on a hat. He was dressed real regular. Hat, t shirt, like and some converse. He, he had no shoulder even... pads in that? Nope. You uh-huh. <laughs> ain't shit. He had on like some regular khakis, a t shirt, some converse, and he had on a hat. Sometimes and... I, at one point I was like, what the fuck is uh, Andre doing? And he was real quiet, like real, not like soft-spoken, like timid, but you know how sometimes people speak in a, a, a low, like softer tone, but they still kind of, co- that commands you to listen to them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it was. He was real, just like cool, whatever. 
I wanted to freak out. Like I wanted to, but I ain't, I've never like freaked out about no no celebrity. As many of them as I've met, I've never freaked out, but I wanted to. Like in the inside, I feel like I'd be freaking out, but I just kind of be like, okay, you want to take a picture? Okay, cool. Mm. The, if if you prepare for the person, I think it's it's good. Or like if you know you're gonna meet them, but if they just if you like turn a corner and they right there, you might you might freak out. You know what I'm saying about well, it thing. was I was sitting right with my back to the man, and I didn't freak out when I turned around. But I was just more so shocked, like. Mm. So who like, like no words? So you were talking about people you listen to like that was you know your top five. Who was some like well J Cole he younger or whatever. Um, you say who your top four? Tupac, uh, J Cole, Jay Z, and who was Nip- Nipsey? Okay. Um, oh yeah, somebody. I mean, if somebody in my top five died, I don't know. I was like, um, the one joke that I kind of did make whenever this first happened, I was just kind of like, all right, Jay Z and J Cole got to stay their ass in the house because already half of my top four gone. You know what I'm saying? Like. Two of four are already gone. Mm. You got to stay in the house. Like, we can't take no chances. Period. They got to stay in the house. Don't go nowhere. Don't get in. Like, just stay home. Make Build the, rec- the, the studio in your house and record in there. And don't go on tour. <laughs> Both of them niggas but, might die from faulty clippers or something. Them yeah. That. That's, that's the same thing. I can't remember who I was texting. They were just like, ain't nothing like, like they, they, they shit going to be from old age. I was just like, hopefully for whole. That nigga close. He about 50. Yeah, ho, ho. I be, you know, I be forgetting that. But then every time somebody talk, talks about how old Beyonce is, that's when it triggers me. I'm like, damn, I forgot like ho, mm-hmm. Um, So you was, we're going to get back on Beyonce a little bit. So you was talking about your top. Who's like some young rappers you listen to? Eek. Um, like, what you mean, like, young? <laughs> young, young, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, young, young. Like, I don't even know if the Migos would be considered young. They might be. So, I don't, I listen to them, like, a little bit, but I don't, I'm not no, like, for real hard Migos fan. Um, and see, that's one thing where it's going to be different for me uh, with rap because I don't, rap is just hard. A lot of the rap that I listen to d- generally is going to be from the the people that I stated, with the exception, I mean, I got a little bit of Juicy J, a little Three Six Mafia, a little Trick Daddy, a little, you know, but it's it still ain't nothing new. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I I mean, I got a little Pastor Troy, a little Snoop Dogg, but again, they ain't new. God damn, all I, these niggas get AARP. Who you talking about? <laughs> Stop! Don't say that. I listen to Big Crit. I got a little YG. Well, I just like two YG. I got Kendrick on there. I got some Big Sean. Oh, Big okay. Sean don't get AARP. You ain't gonna ask me who I listen to. Who young? I mean, because I feel like I'm. I'm just trying to. I listen to K Camp. I like K Camp. He ain't old. Who is K Camp? Do he still make music? He just had a whole ass concert here. Why are you pressed and acting like this? K Camp. What what song he came out? Is that Rats on Racks? No, girl, you want to be comfortable. Something. He just had an album came out like last year, that, and it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope now. What was Come his first now. hit, though? The first song I ever heard by K-Count was Blessing, so I don't know his first hit. Oh, okay. Mm. Let me 
mean, I'm trying. I'm giving you. I'm giving you some. You know what I'm saying? See, see I, my, I still I, got Busta Rhymes on my shit, so I can't. Oh don't ask me about rap. When, when when I listen to when I say young people, I I be like, cause you know what I'm saying. I got some nephews. They you know, in their teens. So I be around, you know what I'm saying, them sometimes. And then I be around their homeboys. And, you know what I'm saying, I play on a, on, on a uh, softball team with some with some youngsters or whatever. You know, they in their teens. And some of them in college, a couple of them in high school, you know. So I be around them. So they be like, yo, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to that. So, you know, them boys, you know, like my nephews, they got me up on NBA Young Boy, you know. Mm-mm. Oh, no, Young Boy. He, hey, he got some good music. I'm telling you. People be talking about mama rap. He don't be mumbling. He be rapping. But anyway, you know him. Who else? The baby. You know what I'm saying? He's from so Charlotte. I heard the baby. I heard the baby was good. Um, and I even I heard uh I just heard Joe Budden say he fucked with all the babies. The baby, little baby, all them. I was watching pull up his uh episode with, you know, my fave Duval, and he was talking about that. But I might have to listen to him, but I ain't doing NBA Young Boy. But also, I'm telling, I bet I guarantee you, you'll like him. I'm, a, I'm I guarantee you, you'll like him. I don't, I don't even like how he moves as a person. You don't know how he moves as a person, though. NBA Young Boy. Let me make sure this is the right face that I'm that I'm thinking about in my mind. How you know because what what he do? It, as if a it is, I okay. So you're right. I don't know how he. Yeah, no, I ain't listening to this man. This man crazy. I'm not listening to him. He just young, boy. Yeah, he just young, and he can't keep his hands off women, and I just ain't doing that. I don't know not. if that's true or not. He ain't at the jail. Oh, okay, oh, okay. He didn't go to jail for it. Um, but the, <laughs> I know you done, Jania, Jania. I don't, I don't know how she pronounced her name. She spell it like my little sister name it, so I'm gonna just say her name, Jania. Um, she ain't all that video footage Jane used to, to surface for no goddamn reason. I ain't doing that. I ain't listening. Listening to him, I have heard that he makes good music though. He do. You gonna listen to him? That just ain't that ain't my that ain't my cup of tea. You know who else I was listening to? Now I might not have to listen to no more. I hope you say Kodak. I might not have to listen to Kodak no more. Listen, I ain't never been listening the as much as I listened to Kodak. Britney went on this thing for about two three months where all she wanted to sing, um, you only something about a Jesus piece and all this song. Oh she yeah, used to be they ain't even the hottest song. He, man. I know, but she just used to sing that little part so much, and I used to be like, "What song is that?" Because whenever Britney sings something, then all of a sudden it's in my head, and I'm just repeating the same part. So I'm like, I want to hear the whole song. And then she put the song on. I was just like, oh, okay. And that was as much Kodak Black as I got. I that was a, that was a hard line, though. That was a hard hook, though. I ain't, I ain't never... His energy didn't ever compel me to listen to shit from him. Um, now he got these sexual assault cases against him, and he being OD disrespectful. And I just ain't... that. I, I ignore things, generally, Kodak Black. I don't fuck with it. I don't have anything of his... Unless it's a feature. I do think there's one song that I was fucking with here recently. Um, I don't know if it was that 2, two chain song. I don't know. It's some song that I know he is featured in on my phone. And that's the extent of it. <clears throat> so why why you, you think he was being OD disrespectful? I just don't feel like... Even if Nipsey was just a regular person, I just don't feel like you, in, in lieu of a death that was a, is a great loss because any death even a regular person to their family would be considered a great loss so you get online and be talking about being a shoulder for her to lean on and being a good friend to her and then 
you know, shooting your shot, but and I, giving her a certain amount of time to grieve so that you can shoot her shot. But he didn't say that though. He said three years. In three years, he, said, he was gonna shoot his shot. Nope, he didn't say that. He said I ain't shoot. He said I ain't shooting. He said I ain't shooting. He said, but I just be like, you could be my shoulder to cry on or something. That's what he said. Now, when he first, because <laughs> I was talking to some people last night. We was talking about it or whatever. And they was like, yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? That was fucked up. That was disrespectful. I was like, but yo, he ain't said that. I was like, he was talking to his people. They was asking him questions or whatever. And he, like, if you, like, listen to it. Because I, I watched this shit, like, three or four times. I was like, man, everybody mad at him. The game want to shoot him and. Uh, T.I. The come. game was real hard. The game the need the game the like game the game need to go sit down somewhere and worry about his sexual assault case that he got. Yeah, the game definitely you know got his own shit going yeah. on. Um, but I was like, yo, he talked like you could tell. For one, that's a conversation you don't have on live. That's just some bullshit you be talking about around your people, like y'all tripping or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You don't put that shit on live because even like. A day after somebody was like, some I'm in a I was in a group or whatever, and somebody was like, Oh, so Lauren single now, and somebody everybody in the group was like, Nah, that shit, that's uh, you out of line, you out of line or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But uh <laughs> at first I was like, man, his people was asking him questions or whatever, which they were, and he was kind of responding to them. And like I wa like I, I watched it again before the show, and somebody was like, that's too soon. It was like they says you can hear them say something about too soon, and that was when he was like, "I ain't saying I'm trying to holler. I'm just saying, you know, what I'm saying for about three or four years I'd be a shoulder to cry on or something like that." He said, "You know, what I'm saying he shouldn't have said the shit, especially on live." But everybody like, I think everybody just od like wanted to go at him and was like, "Uh, this nigga need to die." I, I seen a lot of people like. Talking about this nigga that need to get shot six times and all this kind of shit. But just two days ago, motherfuckers was like, we need to put the guns down and we need to be uh less violent and all kind of shit like that. Like, which one is it? You know what I'm saying? Then I saw some some video of Nipsey saying like, ignore niggas with like, you know, put them in. What did he say? Goofy something. What was it? Uh, Goofy energy or whatever. Something like that he said or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but and I just feel he definitely his goofy energy ain't gross. I I just don't I just don't feel like it should have been said. Maybe that's like a conversation you kiki and haha with with your friends, um, not on live. Because I mean, even like you said in your chat, like it was still like okay, too soon. If if you and your friends got a space to where it ain't no such thing as too soon, you can say it, say that there. But it's just right now, like the whole energy of mourning worldwide about Nipsey and how people automatically, like everyone's heart going out to Lauren. She said this man was her sanctuary. She don't need your shoulder to cry on. But, she got other shoulders to cry on. Like but, just don't even talk about it. Period. But this is the thing period. though, people, this is the thing. I ain't saying people like you, uh, but a lot of times people assume that everybody is feeling the same way about shit that they are. Or everybody on the same wavelength for everybody on the like he on the same social media as everybody else, but obviously he ain't on the same social media as everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I, and I agree. He's but he's and he's always been like that though. Where it just he just real callous about shit. Like he don't really be giving a fuck for real. I don't, I don't think. I, so, I don't even think it's him being callous. I think it's him being uh, ignorant to. 
I, I, I don't want to say because I just think it, I think it's just a, a, a ignorance and not ignorance in like just a um you ignorant you know what I'm saying as the put down type of way but just ignorant as like he just don't know and like J. Cole I, said um he need guidance or whatever he need guidance he need guidance. I, I agree with that, but it's kind of hard to offer guidance to a motherfucker that just act like they don't need guidance. At any rate, I don't feel like he shouldn't have said it. And I ain't even going to sit here in front like, okay, people came at him. The game was real aggressive. Tank was definitely way more mild. T.I. fell somewhere in the middle. But also, people in L.A., like, it's one thing if you don't, you're ignorant to it, whatever, whatever. But I feel like even if and this is why it's so hard for me to say he's ignorant to it because even being on social media or just it's taking one second to look at like the stuff being posted or being said or at how LA is like you got whole ass police stations in LA blasting Nipsey Hussle's music in the police station like it's just different so now when you got all these radio but, stations up, but you assume, in LA, but you saying that assuming that he's seeing this th- the same stuff you seeing though that's why i said take a step back and take a look like go see i mean because i i'm not a celebrity in any way shape or form but i was able to see but you, so being but, a celebrity you should be able to see the same shit that i'm seeing not necessarily though not I guess I, I I feel, look, it's just still the same what I say. Now his shit ain't gonna be played in most of LA, and then that's the shit that he did on his own. Radio oh, yeah. stations is real off that. His, but he he live in he live in Calabasas. So we'll see what happened. You know what I'm saying? But he did apologize to uh Lauren London. Um You know what I'm saying? He was he said he didn't mean any disrespect or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um But he basically told all them rappers or whatever, like, yo, Pull up, you know. Y'all know in my y'all know in my tour going, so pull up. But he, then he said again, he meant no disrespect to Lauren London. But I don't know. But not having to hear him anything from him or see his look, ugly face on time, my timeline again will be fine with me. Oh, I'm you gonna not. see that shit on there now? I'm just not. <laughs> you gonna see that shit on? And I keep scrolling every single time. Like he just ugh ugh. Gross energy to say the least, but that's one thing I can say. I've always felt that about Kodak. Like he, his energy just too gross, and I can't get past that enough to even. What does want that even to mean to your music? What, is, what? what does that even mean? Gross energy. Like how, the same way how I can like feel the energy of someone and be like, oh, they got good energy, or you know, they how. I don't really know how to explain it. The people that understand energy and that understand how to feel shit out, they get what I'm saying when I say gross energy. Sometimes you come across people and they energy not good. That's it. And it more so than just being like, oh, you got bad energy. You just take it a step further and be like, there's something a little gross about your energy. Like it just definitely don't feel good or bad, just an understatement for it. And that's just how it is for me. I come across people like that like daily in my regular life so it's not just something i you know keep in stash for celebrities but just the guy that killed the girl in um in uh five points in columbia when i went to his facebook page even scrolling all the way back um just with gross energy even aside from not knowing what he like if i didn't know he did that his energy just was gross Mm. Ain't interested in that. I wanna like 
as an experiment, like somebody who you don't know or know whether or not they did something good or bad or whatever, like pouring out their energy. I, I definitely do that. So if Brittany know, like we'll be out and since she'll be saying something, I'll just be like, I don't, his no, vibe, I mean, like, well, his I mean, energy. like somebody that you don't know that maybe like somebody else might know and you'd be like, oh, he got gross energy or whatever. And then I'd be like, oh, right. Yeah. When I went to the military ball, I didn't know none of them motherfuckers. I just know Brittany. And that's just what I'm telling her, like, when we sitting around, sitting down. But, I'm, like, but mm, hold person. on, you ain't let me finish, though. But then, like, I know the motherfuckers. And I could be like, oh, yeah, that nigga, he killed two people. Or he got a, uh, he on the, he on the uh, sex offender registry or something like that. Was this somebody you I don't mean, know? You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. And that's what she was able to do. Be like, oh, this one's such and such right here. Or this one, this one right here, X, Y, and Z. I mean, she was able to give a little bit of background. She don't know them that extensively, you know, to know shit like that. But I, I that's just normally oh, how it go. It, and I use her as an example, especially because when I moved to Washington, a lot of the people that I was being introduced to were people that she had already knew. So then when we go around them and when we get back in the car and she's just like, are you going to come back over here with me? Are you going to do this with me again? And I'll be like, if this one, this one, and this one, then no, because they got gross energy. Mm-hmm. And then hindsight being 2020, it's just like, damn, I can't believe she moved like that. Or I can't believe she did that. Or that shit she did was wrong. And I just be like, okay, well, I don't feel no type way because I had already said that I wasn't going to mix my energy with this said person. So the fact that they did this now, it ain't surprising to me because I had already said that. So next. What kind of uh, energy do you think Jesse Smollett has? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. His, uh, I feel like initially his energy seemed like real um, innocent. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel, I definitely feel like his energy is very like naive or gullible. I think that's the word I want to use. Mm. I think. I be having to get them, not that I get them to mix up, but sometimes those two can be used interchangeably. And But it's definitely one meaning I be meaning more than the other. And I, so in this instance, I think gullible. Well, somebody who uh, doesn't like Jesse Smollett's energy is the Chicago PD. Oh, I already know. Because they are trying to get him to pay uh, the overtime, which mm-hmm. amounts to one hundred and thirty thousand um, dollars, mm-hmm. and they're trying to take out a lawsuit um, against him. Now his lawyer has responded to that in a letter about what can they expect if they decide to follow through with that lawsuit. Um, he said that uh, if the city follows through with that lawsuit, he'll be demanding sworn depositions from uh, Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel. Uh, police superintendent Eddie Johnson and the Osandaro brothers. Those the uh, I guess those the uh, Nigerians. Um, he said as we as they as it was previously reported, um, he was cleared of all criminal charges. Uh, he pled not guilty to 16 counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly lying about a hate crime that he faced earlier this year. Um, and they said they gave them to April 4th to make the payment. Um. Uh, he's yet to do so. I'm sorry, y'all. I got a call. I had to mute it. I don't know who that was. Um, His lawyer did have fired back and was like, he wasn't gonna pay it. Do you think he need to pay the money? Hell no, nigga. That ain't my job to pay your fucking bills. I pay taxes. That's it. What yeah, kind of goofy I, I shit is that? I definitely agree with that too. But even for a minute, talking about them brothers, what you say their name is again? Oh something. Um, yeah, the Oh something brothers. Um, oh. 
something Nigerian. Osundairo, Osundairo brothers. Their story's been real backwards and forwards. What you mean? Like, cause I seen something when it was like um their lawyer, their lawyer ended up dropping them because they wouldn't stand out and say something against Jesse Smollett. Or something like that. But then an article before that was saying um, how upset they were that Jesse didn't appear to like have their back or something like something else. Like, I don't know. It's just been real. Oh, wait. Real weird. Excuse me. I always get tied up there. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Um, I know it was some shit that I saw that they said that uh, the police paid for hotels for them or some shit. Yeah, and I saw that too. So then I'm just kind of like, well, wait a minute. Are they, and that was the last thing that I saw. So I'm like, so then if the police pay for your hotel, then why are you upset like Jesse ain't had your back? But then why did lawyer going to quit because they, he wouldn't speak out because they wouldn't speak out against Jesse? It's just that when I tell you this story is like so confusing to a point where I just want it to go completely away. Like if the charges were dropped, let the whole story just drop. Like, mm-hmm. let's just not carry this on no more. Because I just feel like it gets more and more empire-ish the more it goes on. Yeah. It was it was another story that I saw. I think uh, they have a new man. They, like, Rahm Emanuel got voted out or something like that. So then now they, got a, they have a new man in Chicago. And she black. But she was like, she going to try to go after Jesse or whatever. Like, Yeah, she did say that. And I'm just like, girl... Yeah. And then everyone was saying like, well, she's of the LGBT community, so she this may have hit different for her and she feels a certain way about it. And I was just kind of like, I mean, but let it go. Like, because what new charges are you going to bring that are going to stick if they already dropped these charges? I'm confused. Yeah. Um, that don't make no sense to me. Because um, they can't recharge him for the same stuff, right? If it was already dropped. Uh, I don't know. I have no I idea about that. I know, like they, like I know, if he had went to trial and was found not guilty, they couldn't retry him for the same thing. But I don't know if just having charges against you maybe constitute like, the same thing. Maybe it was like the district attorney dropped the case, but maybe the state's attorney could pick up the case. Kinda, oh, I'd be forgetting because then it's federal versus state shit. Yeah, and you know, what I'm saying city shit. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe that can I happen. Don't I just uh, wanted to go away. Uh, somebody whose case is going away, uh, Nelly. Um, he may be off the hit hook when it comes to the alleged uh, sexual assault assault case against him in the UK. Um, he reportedly will not face any criminal charges, and it's because the accuser is no longer talking to police. Uh, law enforcement sources reveal uh, the TMZ that Nelly will no longer be questioned, and police have informed him that no further action will be taken. Um, However, the investigation is not officially closed, although detectives are not actively investigating at the moment. Um, if, if any new information becomes available, uh, the Essex police can review it and take it from there. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, this happened last November um, when Nelly was sued um, after, she, after the lady claimed he allegedly sexually assaulted her after one of his concerts in England. Um, the accuser recently put the police force on blast for reportedly treating her more like a suspect and not a victim. And Nelly, Nelly has denied the accusations. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it could be one of three things as to why she's um, not, um, you know, cooperating anymore. 
It could be that um, Nelly is innocent. That's one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? She was lying in the beginning. Or mm-hmm. it could be that she got paid off. Or it could be that she just don't feel like dealing with the hassle of dealing with police and not being believed. You know what I'm saying? Because Nelly's a star. And, and earlier she said that the police treated her like more like a suspect than a victim. And so that may be um, the reason why she was like, man, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got time for this. You know what I'm saying? So um, that could be one of the reasons. That Those could be some of the reasons why. Um, I don't know. It seemed to me like she's just tired of not, you know, getting cooperation from the police. I don't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I wasn't there. But that that happens a lot. You can even see that shit on... Um, you can see that shit through, like, when, when stuff happens, how people treat victims. Like, they always say, yeah. well, what was she doing there at that time of night and all kind of shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not far-fetched the way that, 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 like, the police was giving her a hard time. And, you know, a lot of times the the victims, like, try to get it over with. Like, yo, I just get it over with and just let it fall by the wayside. Um, well, I guess so. Uh, should I say shout-out to Nelly for getting it gone or? I just think we should just leave it right there. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this young lady can go on with her life because Nelly going to go on with his. He's rich and famous. Because mm-hmm. and- ain't he, him and like Flo Rida and TLC going on tour this summer. Really? Yes. Nelly, Flo Rida, TLC. I mean, Nelly, got, Nelly has a few, a few uh, slappers, if you will. He definitely does. Um, I, I ain't gonna take that away from him. But I must say that line that's a trash ass lineup if I've ever heard one. Listen. Because <laughs> <laughs> even when they said Nelly, I'm like, okay, who with Nelly? And they said TLC and I'm just kinda like, oh. No, okay. I don't want your number. <laughs> you know, kinda <laughs> like, okay. Um and then when they said Florida, I was just kinda like, now hold the fuck on. Like, why are we I don't what is what is Florida getting ready to get out there and sing other than Apple Bottom Jeans? Florida had a whole bunch of hits now. What other hits he had? He, his, Tell me. Like Florida kind of did like what Pitbull and shit did. Like, well, Pitbull was a, a fucking gangster rapper, really. But then he started making them pop hits and and, and got famous. Like that Florida did the same shit. Like he made like a whole bunch of like pop ass rappy songs and them shits just hit. Like and he made a whole bunch of bread off of that shit. Um, the only song of his that I know um, that I that I know for sure that I know is Apple, Apple Bottom Jeans and Boots with the Fur. Now it could very well something else could come on and I could know it, but didn't really know or pay attention to the fact that it was Florida. But damn, what man. I am certain that I know is Apple Bottom Jeans, Boots with the Fur. Let me see. Yeah, he. Um. Let me try to find some songs. I mean, some shit. Because I know he had a whole bunch of songs, like, and I would see him like, damn, white people really fuck with Flo Rida. And, and so that would, that is something that I do know. White people love Flo Rida. Oh, I didn't know that. you know what song? And you're going you gonna to be like, oh, yeah, Low. Oh, wait, that is Apple Bottom Jeans and the Boots with the Fur. Because in the song, it's like, low, low, low. Oh, yeah, that is right. Damn, that's the same shit. Yeah, that is it. Damn. Yeah, so I know that part. Damn, okay. Uh, <laughs> he got a whole bunch of songs on here, and I don't know none of them. <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah, when you said, when you started singing it, that reminded me of that uh, that, that country dude singing the song at, like, 
some TV station or something like that. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oops, I fucked that up. He was like, hold up, <laughs> nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? That is a song. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> um Okay. All right. I see it. All right. The top ten flow rider songs of all time. All right, low was number one. Uh right round. I don't know what that sounds like. Hmm. Damn, we about to go down a rap. Uh, and this is the number two song ever of Flow Rider, y'all. So I have never heard. I don't know what this shit sounds like. Oh, God. It's a one minute commercial, y'all. What the fuck? What the song? No, you know how they have an ad before shit. That's how you oh, know your shit popping if you got an ad in front of it. The tickets ain't bad for their little concert. They sit state dollars is the most expensive one I've seen. And this, this featuring Kesha. Oh, this it right here. I know you heard this shit right here before. Oh, I did Zumba to this song so many times. Yeah, that song right there. Yeah, I did Zumba to that song several okay. times. Okay, that's two. Okay. Sugar featuring Sugar. Winter. That came out in 2009, too. Um, Yeah, see, he got songs like on this list. All right, that song right there was featuring Kesha, right? Mm-hmm. The next song, uh, Club Can't Handle Me featuring David Guetta. Good feeling. I don't know what the song that is. Y'all, they VIP tickets. How much? Is is uh two eighty and it's for a meet and greet. Now that I, I don't know if people know how much VIP tickets be costing, but that's cheap. I don't know VIP for that J Cole shit was two fifty, but but like uh like Jay Z Beyonce VIP tickets be like three thousand dollars. Right. They they VIP tickets is two eighty. He got a song um, called Wild Ones featuring Sia. Um, I cry. But they regular tickets like sixty eight dollars. Whistle. Sage the Gemini. That's a rapper, ain't it? Yeah, Sage the Gemini. Yeah. yeah. Let me see that other song I was about to play. Let me see if this one. This is gonna be the last Florida song, y'all, because I did not mean it. This the number three song on the list of greatest <laughs> Florida songs. <laughs> it's called Winter. I heard this before too. I've heard that before too. Sugar, you 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 Say what? I thought I remembered it from how it came on, but I don't remember that. Yeah, but that's the only part you would hear. Like on, it, it would be on like them. Um, remember them CDs? They'd be like, uh, they would come out all the time. Be like uh, rock jams or some shit like that. It sounds like it would be played on on that, or like they'll play like a um, arenas and shit like that. All right, all right, I lied, y'all. I'm gonna see the I'm gonna see the number four. It's called um, "Club Can't Handle Me" featuring David Guetta. But see, you know what though? You hear the beginning of that song, be like, "Oh shit, this some bullshit," and then turn. Writing's it. not that easy. Oh, it's not. That easy. can help. God damn it! This sentence is grammatically correct. But- don't skip that ad, y'all. I'm sorry. Turn that down a little bit. Yep, I heard that one before. You heard that one before? No, I've never heard it. You ain't never heard this before? Yeah, I heard that before. 
I have heard that before. And them them shits being like movies and they play that shit at like in like Vegas and you know what I'm saying, niggas popping ecstasy and all kind of shit. <sighs> ain't good feeling, ain't that song? I got a feeling tonight's gonna be a good night. That ain't him. That ain't who is that? That's that's um that's a white band. Nigga, this flow rider. Oh my god, that is him. I thought it was black IP. Nope. Flow rider got slappers, cuz. It's gonna be a whole bunch of white people out there like what? No, the f- that song I got a feeling tonight's gonna be a good night. Oh, that tonight's is on gonna yeah. be a good, yeah. good night. That is black IP. That is. Hold up. What song is this then? I heard this before though. I heard that maybe that's on like a commercial or some shit. He got he makes shit that be on commercials. Either way, you either. was trying to have plenty just now because I know I like Black Eyed Peas and I know that was a Black Eyed Peas song. Yeah, I don't know what that song is. Either way, he got all all six of these songs probably made him a whole bunch. I'm gonna see this nigga net worth. We done went yeah, down a rabbit hole here. I like because. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Fuck it. We got a big show next week. How much you think uh, Flo Rida's net worth is? Don't lowball it. Mm. No, 50. Okay, so no, no, no. Let me say, let me say like 200 million. No, God damn. He ain't fucking did it. It's 30 million. I mean, I don't know. 30 million? Yeah, 30 million. I was close when I said 15. Yeah. And then he was like, don't lowball it. So I was like, yeah. okay. I didn't think. People, 200 I, million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 30 million. As of 2019, his net worth is estimated to be roughly $30 million. And that's a lot for a nigga you was like, <laughs> he, he don't deserve to be on a, um, <laughs> on a tour with TLC. <laughs> he might be the headliner. <laughs> right. TLC might come out first. <laughs> yeah. I, was think, I was thinking, I think TLC going to come out first, then Flo Rida, then Nelly. Yeah, shit. Uh, Flow Rider might be late. I don't know. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to follow Flow Rider. So all them damn douche, 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 douche. He got a whole bunch of that music. Douche, douche, douche. Yeah, he did. We're going to be pumping it out. Yeah, I don't want to hear a whole bunch of that. I now. would go see Nelly. Ah, sh- I wouldn't watch that shit on title. But um, his lineup would have to be more worthwhile. Um. But I don't know. I say that, but I've seen the St. Lunatics before, like all of them, and some of his songs got played, so I think I'm good. But mm-hmm. just hearing that, like, TLC don't make me go see him. Yeah, I heard that shit and was like, why? Another, yeah, I just didn't understand. Another thing that uh made me think why was Rachel Dolezal of Alden Trial. She settled her welfare fraud case. Oh, um, she did? Yeah, you know, and remember she changed her uh, name to mm-hmm. uh, Nkichi Diallo. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll uh, what? She'll avoid um, charges for the low cost of eighty eight hundred dollars. Um, she'll do some community service and she'll be free to continue. Um, oh God, this ed- editorial is so much. Uh, eight thousand eight hundred. That's yeah, it. Yep. Because wasn't oh, it like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something that she? Um, yeah, it was a big number. Yeah. Um, her attorney said that I think this is a fair resolution of the case under circumstances. She said, I don't think 
It was Miss Diallo's intent to defraud anyone. I think this will allow her to move forward in her life. She's a very intelligent and creating, creative woman, and I hope that she can put this behind her. So, you know, um, I guess that's black girl magic. Um, getting out of that case. I mean, nah. Oh, we ain't doing no. that. Okay. You so damn. You so damn. Well, speaking of money, <laughs> um, somebody securing the bag. Mackenzie Bezos. You know who that is? Excuse me. <laughs> no, I don't. You who don't? is that? Well, she's the... Uh, I don't know if they're divorced yet, but um, she's the wife or a former <gasps> wife of Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he's the founder and, yeah. chi- and the CEO of... Uh, he's the chief executive of Amazon. Um, Amazon. Now, listen... He's going to uh, transfer roughly 4%, only 4% of the company's stock to his wife, Mackenzie. Um, and that'll happen most likely around uh, early July. Um, and yeah, they're in the process of finalizing their divorce. Uh, that 4%, do you know how much she's supposedly getting? Uh, how much those shares are worth? Uh, I, don't, I don't know how much the shares are, sh- shares are worth specifically, but I know the overall amount that she got from the settlement. Oh, she ain't got shit yet. I know she ain't got shit, but I'm saying what she is due to get. Yeah, those shares. Those shares are worth thirty five billion dollars. Four percent. Four percent. Thirty five billion dollars, y'all. With the B. Because they said it will make her the fourth richest woman. At 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 third. Oh, what I read said fourth. Put some put some respect on her name. Ooh. Excuse Put some me. respect on her name. This is from Forbes.com. Mm. Anyway, um, it says uh, she'll be the third richest woman in the world behind L'Oreal's Francois Betancourt Myers, who is worth an estimated $52.9 billion. And Walmart's uh, Alice Walton, who is worth... Let me tell you something. If I married a Walton, um, I'd change my name to Walton. <laughs> you would? I'd be Brandon Walton. Um, she's worth $45 billion. So yeah, uh, it's Bezos, $35 billion. She'd be third. Um, so Jeff Bezos remains the world's richest person with a net worth of above $110 billion per current stock prices. Um, Bill Gates is the world's second wealthiest individual, boasting an estimated $99.5 billion. Uh, uh, Jeff Bezos said on Twitter, he said, in all our work together, McKenzie's abilities have been on full display. She has been an extraordinary partner, ally, and mother. I think they live in California. In California, they got like a rule where like the wife get half. So she really come and she getting four percent of the company. She ain't getting half of his money. Right. So he coming out good. He is coming he out. He coming good. out good. If they had been in New York, um, nah, New York was gonna slay that ass. And I thought in California it's like that too, like, cause um, well, I guess it depends on your lawyers too. Because yeah. um, I remember when Kobe was, um, you know, there was, you know, he got in that trouble with his wife, whatever, and yeah. everybody to get divorced. And it was like she was going to get like a hundred and something million. Uh, maybe it was. Yeah. Because it's a line Drake said. But then I also line. think it's also about what um, the two can come up with together, like in mediation. Yeah, yeah. The way how they speak on each other, like it don't really seem like there's no super huge beef. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think she was out of the relationship too. She probably was getting some. I I think she likes Mexican or something too. So she probably getting some 
sombrero dick or something. So if that you're so stupid. So uh-huh. if that was the agreement that they came up with, a judge isn't gonna like overthrow their yeah. agreement. You know what I'm saying? Just to suit what she could have gotten if they, that's what they agreed to. Now if they couldn't come to no agreement, and the judge had to make the agreement, then they gonna go by the laws. And mm-hmm. I do know New York and California likely be the worst when it comes to some shit like that. Mm-hmm. About what you about what a person made, they the worst. That's why people that live in those know they primarily gonna live in those areas definitely get prenups. Yep, get prenups. Would you get a prenup if you was like had a little bit of change on you, you was getting married? I mean. If I was Jeff Bezos, probably not. But me right now, I get a prenup. Chris Rock had a um, joke like, if you worth thirty million, and your wife take fifteen, you can still live your life. But if you make thirty thousand, and your wife won't have, you know what I'm right. saying? I ain't going back to live with my mama because we can't get our shit together. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like people always was saying like prenups are for people that have all this big money. And I was just like, well, in all actuality, prenups can be for regular ass prenups, people because you, prenups is you, like these hoes. They for everybody. Um Oh my God, I ain't even gonna make my point. We done next. And somebody else who was with for everybody was Mr. Marcus. You 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 know who Mr. Marcus is, you freak? No, I don't know. You know Mr. He's an adult film star. He was the nigga the black what do you hold up. What's your favorite kind? What's kinda of, what kind of porn do you watch? You watch all kind? I, I mean, I, I fancy DP, but what are you what are you saying to me? DP as in double penetration? Yes. Oh, I call I I was just being um joking when I called you a freak at just now, but you are a freak. Well he's the oh nigga he, he's the black nigga that um that wears the hat all the time when he fucking. My wife probably know him. I probably know him if I see him. Well, anyway, Mr. Marcus, he's passed away earlier this morning. Well, this was, when was April 3rd? That was Wednesday. That was Wednesday? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Wednesday he passed away um, after suffering a heart attack the night before. What? Uh, Mr. Marcus starred in over 1,800 films during his career and was known for always wearing a baseball cap while filming. Uh, He was born in uh, Jesse Spencer uh, in Pomona, California. Um, Say so he had a very successful career um, in the adult industry. Uh, he was inducted into the Avian Awards Hall of Fame in 2009. And in 2012, uh, he was the key person. Res- <laughs> they could have left this part out, y'all. In, in 2012, he was the key person responsible for a syphilis outbreak in the adult film industry. And Marcus oh, was Lord. sentenced to 30 days in jail and 36 months probation for knowingly exposing at least two co-workers to syphilis after testing positive for the disease days earlier oh, um wow. one of the most one of, one of his most popular films was with Corinne Stephens who was nicknamed Superhead uh after the film they weren't after the film she was named Superhead they was calling her Superhead before that ain't it they definitely was calling her Superhead before yeah that. but she did yeah she yeah she put the work on it he leaves behind a wife of two decades and two children, his wife must be was in the industry. He had a, I gotta look him up. <laughs> look at yeah, just Google Mr. Marcus. Yeah, you was. This is terrible. Yeah, he was in eighteen hundred films. Just fucking. Oh my. Oh god. my god. Yeah, what a career! What a career! <laughs> and 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 all those films were just with one person. Some of the films had he had like two women in the films, and sometimes they've been Mr. orgies. Marcus. I'm finna Google Mr. Marcus. Man. Right now. They're going to be on your search history, too. 
You want to bring me in the back? Just not talking about you know who it is. I don't know. <laughs> yes, she do. The way she said it, just not. <laughs> she over here flexing, Brittany, y'all. She know. I'm, I'm, I'm literally not trying to flex. Brittany, he dead. Yeah, he got on Wednesday. She said, what? She's talking, about, she's talking about damn. Lord, no, not Mr. Marcus, y'all. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know who he is. I gotta find him. What's going on in Cali? They're he taking, died they're at taking 48 all, years old. They're taking all the heroes. Mm, okay, mm, all mm, the heroes. Mm. Shut your ass up. Yes. Oh, this thing tickled me so mad. You mm. know who that is. I don't yeah. know who that is, girl. <sighs> Let's see what else happened this week, y'all. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm still so tickled. <gasps> uh, try to find some good news. Um, all right, here's some good news. Uh this happens. This is happens at an Indiana school. Um, an Indiana school district turns unused cafeteria food into take-home meals for kids. Um, let me see if this this will play. This article, this reporter play, so I can um, so I don't have to read. <laughs> Cause I need some water. Oh God, this is we were designed to be creative. Air. No, I, I you thought. <laughs> Every school district is taking steps to make sure kids have enough to eat. Elkhart schools are teaming up with a South Bend-based food rescue for a pilot program. WSBT 22's Elkhart County reporter Ed Ernst shows us how it works. The pilot food program is happening at Woodland Elementary. Students usually get breakfast and lunch at school, but on the weekends at home they may be without food. That's where the South Bend-based nonprofit Cultivate comes in. It is providing weekend meals to a small group of students here. Mostly we uh, uh, rescue food that's been made but never served by catering companies, large food service businesses, like the school system. You don't always think of a school system. It rescues the... Oh, shit. My bad, y'all. Oh, sorry. Here we go. The unused food here. Nah, these niggas got pop-ups. I'm sorry, that ain't me. What the fuck are y'all doing? And okay. over-preparing is just part of what happens. Um, and uh, we take that well-prepared food, uh, combine it with other food, and make individual frozen meals out of it. The bottom line with the pilot food program here at Woodland Elementary provided by Cultivate is that 20 students here will receive a backpack with eight individual frozen meals every Friday until the end of school. We were wasting a lot of food. There wasn't anything to do with the food. And uh... Yeah, sorry, y'all. That article stopped, and we had a couple of technical difficulties. Um, but we back now. But yeah, uh, like I was about to say, that's good for that um, community. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's cool, because a lot of kids, what they call, it's a phrase they say, it's uh, food insecurity. Um, it's where you don't have enough food to eat, you know, maybe that night or maybe for the week or whatever. So that helps out some of the people that are less fortunate. It's a, I, And I saw an um, article like yesterday. It was like a story about, it's it's in Atlanta. It's a um, thing called Gooder, G-O-O-D-R. And they go around to like different restaurants and stuff like that. And they get food that's left over. It's packaged up and it's taken to like food shelters. And they, you know, give it to the homeless or people that need food, not necessarily homeless, but people that need food. Um, and it's a, it was a black lady that was talking, so I'm guessing it's her thing or whatever. And they had, like, 
nice Sprinter vans or whatever. So I guess it, you know, it's paying good or whatever for for her and her company. Um, but they go around and do that. And a lot of places like they don't allow the people to give away the free food, the like the food that they throwing away at the end of the night because they're you know afraid of litigation. Um, but it's good to have these places that you know yeah. do take the ex- ex- excess food and get not just throw it away. You know what I'm saying? I've always felt like schools, <clears throat> schools and restaurants should be able to do that. I felt I've always felt like schools and restaurants they throw away so much food, mm-hmm. um, and I would, rightfully so if it's bad or out of date or something is actually wrong with it. But to just throw out food because at the end of the night, you know, you're not it's still there. I feel like that should definitely um, be streamlined in a way to where. Uh, the hungry people that you know are hungry or and homeless people should be able to be fed. I feel I feel like they shelters could, or whatever. They should be able to like give away the out of cuz out of date don't mean that it's bad. It just means True. that it should be sold by that particular date or that particular time. So like if you sign a release to say yeah, this shit might say out of date, but I'm going to get it anyway. And I yeah. feel like you know what I'm saying they should be able to give it away like like milk or whatever, if you get milk at your house and the date is like April the 5th on the milk, that don't mean the shit bad on April the 5th. That just means they had to sell it by April the 5th. You might have, yeah. you know what I'm saying, some more time at your crib in the refrigerator. Yes, I said refrigerator. They say milk will last like three days after that. I mean, I don't know. I, I've never been um, a milk drinker for real, but I do know that is the case with a lot of different foods. The people think the expi- the expiration date is the same as the best buy date and mm-hmm. that's not always the case. So I definitely agree with that as well, because and when you think about it, like when you go, I know Aldi do it um, in some other grocery stores whenever they have like specials or discounts on certain stuff is because the best buy date is is already there and i mean it ain't bad they just want to get it out their store because mm-hmm, they because they have to throw it away um walmart do that shit too like they have like it's like one little section like especially like with their pastries and shit where they're mm-hmm. like mark it down like way down just so they can sell it before they have to throw it away like you know what i'm saying about like cookies and shit like that where it's like almost about to go bad or like them little pies that they make and they sell like they about to go away. They about to, you know what I'm saying, have to be thrown out. So they sell them for like 25 cents and shit like that. So, yeah, it's good that, you know, you have these places, especially the school, because you know, a lot of kids go home hungry. And they the only time they get to eat is when they're at school, you know what I'm saying? So they have to get to school early for, for the breakfast and eat lunch. And then that's their meals for the day. Um, But I know nothing they left over on chicken day, though. Um, <laughs> you fool. But yeah. Uh, what else good happened today? I don't know. That's about it. That happened this week. Um, it was. I was gonna talk about that biker rally that had that shooting. That was like in twenty fifteen. It was a big, big shootout. Um, by those two biker gangs, and it was all on video. Um, with the banditos and the and the Cossacks. That happened in Texas. Yeah, that happened in Waco. You remember that? I do. Yeah, um, I was gonna talk about that, but uh, they ain't gonna do nothing to them people. Um, no. Uh, they ain't gonna drop all the charges, and people died in, in, in even so. <sighs> but yeah, they most certainly are. The people gonna be just fine. Well, I guess we can get into our uh, 
into our segments. Um, segments. And yes, y'all, you know, our segments this week. Um, I brought to you by Pure Bliss Mobile Massage. Pure Bliss Mobile Massage provides a way to care for yourself. We can soothe away all your aches and pains with their integrated, and you got to believe me, it's really integrated. Uh, this is Donald Trump speaking, and it's integrated, and it's Swedish massage. It's Swedish. Uh, it's not a Haitian massage or a Jamaican massage or any of those other shithole countries. It's Swedish. It's good and, a good and white massage in the comfort and privacy of your own home or at a relaxing facility. Uh, for booking, visit our Facebook page. I'm sorry, visit our website, uh, pureblissmm.com. Or, um, and if you mention this, you'll get a bigly discount. It'll be 20% if you mention this ad. Uh, it'll be off of your first session. And if you know a single parent, you know, who come from a shithole place, a single parent, who may be a little challenged financially, you know, broke, this is Donald Trump speaking, not be easy. You got to believe me. If they are financially challenged right now, mention their name and you can get them a massage for free. So, yes, Pure Bliss Mobile Massage, PureBlissMM.com. You can thank me, Donald Day Trump, later. You got to believe me because I'm the president. Yes. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm so glad we off that because I I don't I don't want to interrupt it and be rude, but more, you don't like Donald Trump? No. Um, Isaiah that. Washington said Donald Trump did more for him than um than Barack Obama. You ain't, you ain't hear that? Isaiah Washington they got fired off of uh, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not. I'm just not. Uh, I saw that. I was like, nigga, what the fuck were you thinking? Uh, speaking of what the <laughs> fuck were you thinking? Uh, it was these two. Uh, where is it? Damn, I had this shit. Uh, oh yeah, it was two men in Rogers, Arkansas. They got arrested, uh, accused of putting on bulletproof vests and shooting each other. Uh, mm-hmm. Charles Eugene Ferris, age fifty, was on his back deck drinking with his neighbor Christopher Hicks, age thirty-six, on Sunday. According to an affidavit of probable cause, uh, Ferris was wearing a bulletproof vest and told Hicks to shoot him with the vest on. Hicks shot Ferris in the chest one time with a 22 caliber semi-automatic rifle, according to a report. Uh, the bullet hit him on the top left corner of the chest, and the vest stopped the bullet. The shot still hurt Ferris and left him with a red mark on his chest. Ferris then took the vest off, and Hicks put it on. Charles Ferris was pissed about getting shot and how much it hurt, so he unloaded the clip in Christopher's back. Jesus. None of, the rounds, none of the rounds penetrated the vest. I guess that was a good purchase. Um, but Christopher Hicks suffered bruises. Uh, Ferris went to Mercy Hospital, which notified law enforcement. Ferris initially told police a story about being paid $200 to protect an asset, and that he was shot guarding the asset from a man wearing a white suit uh, near at the Winkle, no, Wan Winkle Trailhead. I, don't, I guess that's something. Where was this? Arkansas? Yeah, Arkansas. Um... Ferris later told deputies about drinking with Hicks and how they shot each other with bulletproof vests on after deputies spoke with Ferris's wife. Um, both Charles Ferris and Christopher Hicks were arrested um, on suspicion of aggravated assault 
They were given a court date of May 13, 2019 um, at 8 a.m. And that was my what the fuck were you thinking? It's so much what the fuck were you thinking? Um, drinking with a pistol, well, with a shotgun, uh, shooting each other. The other dude, he unloaded the clip. Then you go to the hospital. Then you tell the police a lie. And then you come clean and tell them, this, like, it's a whole bunch of, like, what the fuck were you thinking with this whole situation? But The whole situation. Yeah, yeah that was a, a crazy uh, what the fuck were you thinking story that I saw. Um, you have what the fuck were you thinking? No, I do not. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is one, um, this goes back to a uh, story um, that we uh talked about before i think we talked about it here i know it made it big on the news um it was with um it was with the uh the black lady i guess i think she was black and she was seen on video that just happened last month she was just getting beat by a racist white man he even pulled a gun out on her you remember that story it happened in uh yeah. texas um and it's uh the dallas police chief a black woman renee hall she um is trying to charge the black woman who got her ass whooped, trying to charge her with a felony. Um, there was a she, yeah, she got charged with uh, criminal mischief that was issued oh. against her. Um, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Mm. Yeah, after uh, coming under criticism for filing the charges against Lee, the Dallas Police Department doubled down. The department said its role is to investigate any offense to determine whether there was a violation of the law, and the district attorney's role is deciding whether or not to prosecute. Um, said that, uh, yeah, because the the girl in the video, the woman in the video, whatever, I think she like hit the man's car after the shit happened, and so they charged her with the, um, she hit it like, not with her car, but she just hit it with something, I think. Um, but uh, the the lady said uh, the decision to file charges against, <sighs> this is a name, y'all. LaDejanique La, La Lee. And this spelling is, ooh, it's a spelling. Spell it. It's L apostrophe, capital, it's capital L apostrophe, capital D, A, I. Are you writing this down? I'm right. spelling it out in my phone. No. Okay, okay. D-A-I-J-O-H-N-I-Q-U-E. Last name Lee. L-E-E. Uh, no. Said, what? You know the her? name. Oh, okay. No, how it's spelled. Exactly. It said the charges Ooh. filed against uh, Miss Lee was based on her admission, evidence at the scene, and statements obtained from witnesses. Um, said Hall charged Lee with criminal mischief on Tuesday in her confrontation with bartender Austin Sheffield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, he called her a stupid nigger. Yeah, he got released the same day on $2,000 bond, bond, and it took social media for them to upgrade his charges. Um, so yeah, um, it just made me think like, I would say what fucking year is this, but it's 2019. Like, it's the year of racist, like, outrageous racist shit. Like, mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. And then it's a black woman 
like you don't see yourself and this woman like getting whooped, getting her ass whooped by this white dude and he got a gun pulled out on her and he called her a stupid nigga. But you feel like you need to uh um file a charge against this lady. Which is ridiculous. Um I just thought that was ridiculous. It definitely is ridiculous. Yeah, but I guess we're getting to your favorite segment of the day. This is your unpopular opinion. And what is yours? What is mine? Uh, I had a few, and I was thinking about this because somebody made a post about um something that Tupac said or whatever. Like he said that he might not change the world, but he might spark the mind and change the world or whatever. Um. And they were saying that, you know what I'm saying, talking about Nipsey Hussle. My unpopular opinion is I feel like Nipsey was more influenced by a nigga like Jay-Z than he was Tupac. Mm. Disagree. Because I say that because, for one, for his age, Nipsey 33, you know what I'm saying, and the shit that he, like, does is the same type of shit, you know what I'm saying, Jay-Z does whatever, like, I mean, like, and this might be, you know, wild or whatever, but, like, Tupac, you know, did a lot of poetry and talking and shit, but I kind of feel like Donald Sterling, when Donald Sterling was talking about uh, Magic Johnson, like, what did he do? Like, what did Tupac really do besides speaking? You a big Tupac fan, so tell me, enlighten me, please enlighten me. Like, I feel the same, but I feel the same way about Biggie. Like, Biggie ain't really did shit but rap. So, enlighten me about, like, what Tupac did other than, like, speaking. I feel like him, his speaking was what was thought-provoking um, at that time. Now, what things that he did or did or didn't do, I mean, honestly, we don't know. He could have did stuff and then had never gotten a recognition for it. A lot of the stuff that... Nipsey has done or that we've seen that spoke to his character we only know now because people has spoke out about it but it so, so it was a lot of stuff he did behind the scenes that he, even someone like me that followed him heavily still didn't know um yeah but like, okay but that speaks to but, the point that we're like Tupac been dead 20 years and like true it, that shit ain't never came out now uh, he was broke you know what I'm saying for a, a, a period of time in his life and he had to like get with death row and shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So But um Yeah, that was just my thought, like Um, I mean, I know a lot of people like Tupac and all that kind of shit, but maybe I'm just biased a little bit or something because I live on the East Coast in the South and he just wasn't hitting like that for me. But, I mean, Biggie lived, you know what I'm saying, Biggie from the East Coast, and I felt like he ain't really did nothing but rap, too. You know what I'm saying? He ain't had a chance to. You know what I'm saying? He was young. Both of them were young. Younger than, younger than you know what I'm saying, Nipsey Hussle is. Both of them was like 26 when they died. So maybe they ain't got the opportunity to do whatever. But I just felt like, like you know what I'm saying, they didn't really, uh, as far as like philanthropic shit, they didn't have a chance to really put it put the shit out there like a lot of other guys are doing now. But that's my unpopular opinion. Okay. I know that's okay. your guy, but um, 
Spicy. Fight me. <laughs> How people say argue with your mama. Oh yeah, <laughs> whatever they be saying, yeah. Yeah, but I think, but I don't know. I, but did I say he have great impact to Tupac? Did I say that? Um, Nipsey. Yeah. You didn't say that, but I feel that. Oh yeah, that, that's that, that's my that was that's what I have written down that he have great impact to Tupac. That was gonna be mine. I think. Um, well, I look at here, the spirit of what's his name? Em, em, yeah, is living through all of us. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Army is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's his last name? I can't say it, but I can spell it for you if you like. <laughs> eh, nah. <laughs> okay, well then. Neighborhood Nip. That's what we're going to call him because I can't say his last name or his first name. Yeah. I am. What was your, but go ahead with yours, I'm sorry. But I was just going to say, I do think that Nipsey's legacy and um, I think his legacy, the things that he did, I think it he is going to be left bigger than Tupac's. Or I'm sure, I'm certain that it already has. Um, but also, I feel like it was supposed to be. Like how Tupac said, like, he wasn't going to change the world, but he may spark the mind that did. I understand that you more so less disagree. But if if he is or in the act of sparking the mind, if you spark the mind that is actually going to be the change, then their legacy should be bigger than what yours was. Um, oh, no. so, and I, I'm not what? saying that his legacy ain't is, is bigger or whatever, because... <sighs> A part of a part of that is like your music catalog and shit, right? But and Tupac right. had like so much music left to come out after he died, to where it. I'm so I'm not even really, I'm not talking anything about the music. So I I need to change my words. I guess what his uh his philanthropy, or like what he was to the community or what he did to the community, um, is leaving a bigger mark. In in so in some ways, then maybe what Tupac left. Mm. I don't I don't know how I'm trying to say this. I, I I know how I mean it, but I don't know that I'm gonna find the appropriate words to say because I'm definitely not ever trying to take anything away from Tupac. Um, period. That's just not I mean, my mo. You can't take but, away nothing that ain't there. Like what the fuck. You, know what you I'm say saying? what? You can't take away nothing that's like if if it's something like you can't say well, I feel I, I mean I, I'm I'm with you, but I I don't want you to feel like you you have to like tone down what you're saying because you say you 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 don't want to take away nothing from Tupac, but you're not taking away nothing that's like not there. Like if you were min- minimizing something that he really did, then I would feel like you would be taken away. But you're not. You don't have to. Um, uh, I'm definitely. Uh, I'm definitely speaking of like who Nipsey was to his community, who he was to people, even people that didn't know him. Because as we can see, the world still felt him, period. Everyone felt this. This wasn't even people that was like, dang, I didn't even really fuck with his music like that. And I only knew a little bit about him, but I still feel a way about it, too. I I had people that were my friends. It was like, I didn't even really listen to Nipsey. And I don't even really know much about him. 
other than he was dating Lauren and he was a rapper, but I still feel affected. Like as far as that is concerned, that for me, I feel like it's bigger than how it was for Tupac. And I'm going to just leave it like that. That is exactly what I mean. I'm not even speaking musically because I mean, you already touched to that. Yeah, you but, can't you can't compare them to music. Yeah, no, no, and I'm definitely not trying to. I'm just trying to. I'm just speaking to who they were, how the world yeah. world felt them, the energy that they left behind, um, and their legacy, not including the music. Even though Nipsey a better rapper, hot take. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh lord, we finna go, y'all. I mean, technically, he's a better rapper. It just Tupac got more feeling. Anyway, um. But like it, it was once, it was one story. Oh, that's your boy. I mean, I mean, you lived out there. I did. And I'm from the East Coast. You know, so I was riding with Bad Boy and them boys. You know, I so. mean, I definitely. I, and other than me living in Washington State for a year, <laughs> I ain't lived on the West Coast either. Oh my bad. But I just have always fed. I mean, I I can't help that. Everybody always get on me about that too. Like you from South Carolina. Like you've always lived on the East Coast, and then I moved to Texas, then I moved to Washington. But I just have still always. That's I, that's just what it said. Maybe my spirit is of the West Coast. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, it, it it was this one um one lady she was talking about. Uh, maybe it was yeah, it was a lady she was talking about her husband or whatever. And she was like her husband like he works for the city. He was like he like fixes the lights or whatever like the um the uh you know the like street lights or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he he would always be like in the area fixing the street lights. He was like um he was like and the one one of the shop owners would always come out. And you know what I'm saying, give them snacks or drink, water, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Always, you know what I'm saying, talk to them, you know, nice or whatever. And so, uh, you know what I'm saying, he came home one day and he was looking at the news and he saw what happened on the news and he was like, oh, he was like, what happened to him? And she was like, yeah, this is a rapper or whatever that got killed and, you know what I'm saying, he was real not, you know what I'm saying, everybody heard about it. He was like, you remember the guy that I was telling you about that always comes out and give me water and snacks and all the real nice, whatever? It was him. Like, that, that was the guy I was talking about. So the, the guy that, you know what I'm saying, the guy that was working or whatever, he didn't even know that Nipsey was a rapper or whatever. He just knew that he was he owned a business out there and that he would just always, you know, be nice to him. He would always come out and speak to him or, you know, give him water or, you know what I'm saying, snacks or, you know what I'm saying? So... That just spoke to, like, the kind of person you was, like, just treated everybody, you know what I'm saying, with respect and all that kind of shit. He so. definitely did. And you had people, um, I read a story yesterday when they were talking about how he helped a mother, I mean, a father and son mend their relationship. I First of all, if you're on my Facebook, I share all things Nipsey on my Facebook, um, period. So it's definitely there. But he just did, and even so many pictures of him, like, helping an old woman, like, who's walking or just whatever he did there is just so much that has came out that just speaks to the type, the caliber of man that he was and why it's been felt and in the interview with the LA Times um his mom and his grandma said that it made them feel really good to know like he affected the world the way that they did like it made the loss a little bit easier for them yeah that make it like <clears throat> and I think that 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 definitely matters. Like even when they said that, it was just kind of like, whew, like that made me feel good because, mm-hmm. like it just made me feel better because even with me, like how I say I get up and I'm on like in these Nipsey rabbit holes and I'm so sad or whatever, I always feel like, okay, you're sad, but 
Like, imagine how they be feeling like even what you feel don't got nothing on what they feel. And it do kind of make me feel worse. So when I read that, it was like, okay, like, at least they feel all of the love, you know, from the gangbangers, from the police department, from this lady in Mm -hmm. Congress that's trying to make sure his name is in history. Mm -hmm. Like, they feel the love. And that makes me feel good. And even Lauren was like, she is going to lived her life and always knowing that she is representing him every step of the way. I just yeah, that's people some, don't talk about people like that for like, real. Like earlier when we were talking about like funerals and shit like that, that shit make you as somebody like if you lose somebody close to you or whatever, like seeing how people like really fuck with your person or whatever, like that make you feel a little better. Like like when mm-hmm. my when my daddy died or whatever. Um and you know what I'm saying, my daddy was old like you know what I'm saying like when somebody die young, you expect for the funeral to be packed because, you know what I'm saying, just all of their people still basically alive, you know what I'm saying? So they're young. Most people come to a younger person's funeral. The older person get seem like the smaller their funeral will be yeah. as far as a regular person, if that make any sense to y'all. You yeah. know, like if your grandparent yeah. die, it's just going to be family there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But So like, you know what I'm saying, my daddy's funeral, I know it probably was like, it was so many people until like it wasn't no more room in the church, like people was outside, you know what I'm saying? So... That made you know what I'm saying that make you feel a little better. So I feel what they are saying like they 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 it they're not as hurt because of the love that's getting shown. Yep. You know what I'm saying to their loved one or whatever. Um, and yeah, I was gonna talk about that too. But the article I got when I click on the article about the uh, humanitarian work that the uh, congresswoman she wants to uh, wanted to be in a congressional record or whatever. It talking about Molly Mall sex offender shit or whatever, sex trafficking or whatever. So. I wanted to talk about that shit, but they got the wrong shit in the article. Um, but anyway, yeah, you mentioned it that you know it's gonna be a historic record or whatever. So yeah, for yeah. sure. It also made me have to like have that conversation with Brittany and like reiterate what I want and what I don't want as when it regards to my past. And she don't like having those conversations. I have those conversations with her all the time. I bet she had that conversation with y'all saying that goddamn. Insurance policy though. She didn't. She we she, never. She did. Never. No. <laughs> the only it was, honestly the only thing that we talked about it like as it regards to that was like okay this is these these are the policies that we just basically brought our policies to the table. I'm like okay this is the policy that I have, and then she said these are the policies that. I have and then this is the policy that you get on account of me like through me and so then we just know like what each policy is is due or is amounted to um I know where I am on the policy and I know you know what to take care of and, or how I need to navigate and she know the same for me and that's that was the extent of the conversation it wasn't ever anything else except for I'm just like okay I've told you several times what I want when I pass and more so what I do not want what you tell me yours and she it we went through it again she don't like talking about it and that was it <laughs> but if if it weren't for me pulling it out, that wasn't it. It was just kind of like, oh, these are the policies. This is it. And it's just more so for me to know where, how I need to move and for her to know how she need to move and where she need to go to get what if something does happen to me at vice first. That was it. Mm. That was it. Well, I ain't going to talk about funerals and shit because, yeah, I got a reason why. Anyway. Uh, so that was one of my, uh, what's it called? 
unpopular opinions with my second ones is I don't the funeral thing is just a dub for me. I don't, what don't you mean? Um, I I'm not. I'm I'm not one to have a funeral. That that's something that Brittany knows. Um, Nigga, you having a funeral? You definitely. you ain't gonna be here to know it. You gonna be there? I, <laughs> it's something that my family does, and I was just telling Brittany about that. Like I don't necessarily know how they're gonna move. Um, but Brittany is very well aware of what I want, and I also am making preparations to get it. Um, in a will of sorts, just in case if something happened and it, and Brittany isn't here to, you know, carry out what I want, but I'm very certain that I don't want that. I don't necessarily know how my family is going to move because with them, anytime anybody passes, you know, you have the funeral, you have the wake, they be setting up and you go to the church. I don't want any of that. You don't want to setting up our wake or that? Nothing. That is not. First of all, I'm not. You you don't even need to buy no casket because I want to be cremated. Okay, well, you got to have an urn. All right, so I, I, I feel like on your urn, it's going to have like the Duce label on it. Like your, <laughs> your urn going to have like a double cross or some shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. Um, right. I, and also, we're not doing nothing at no church. Brittany knows she is instructed to gather our tribe, go to the water, and y'all going to talk about some good shit. And oh, God. That's it. That is all I want. And I literally want it to be the smallest thing. And I was telling Brittany, like, if it gets to the point where it's about more than 20, 25 people, like, we got to check that because it really shouldn't be. Right. Um, all your witch friends and all the listeners going to want to be there because we're going to be famous. So what the fuck are you talking about? 25 people. I, I just. Everybody going to be in black linen suits <laughs> with no shoes on at the beach. Brandon, I love you and I can't fucking stand you. So we about hey, to go. That what that what it gonna be? <laughs> you know, then by that time you're gonna change your name to Whispering Wind or some goofy shit. And <sighs> just, you know what, you know, y'all? I can't out. even finish this. I just was gonna say, like, like funerals for me ain't that ain't the move. Um I'm not a fan of them. I, and I know most people aren't, so that's not what necessarily what i'm trying to be like oh yeah i love funerals but that just isn't i don't really know how to say it. that just ain't my thing that just ain't for me i don't particularly like them I, I mean i definitely go to some funerals to pay my respects um but i don't always go to them all whether family or not and that's just not something that i want for myself and that was going to be my unpopular opinion because i know for most people that is just like no funeral. What? Like you gonna have to have a funeral. That ain't gonna set that up. funeral ain't gonna be awake. And we both we gonna go to the burial to the cemetery, and then we gonna have food afterwards. And that just ain't what's happening for uh for CB. That ain't that ain't how it's happening. But the funeral ain't for you though. I understand. I mean, I understand that, but I I definitely feel like you know figure out a way to get. Your closure, even if it's so much so it's having okay, we put the urn someplace and have a memorial, but I still ain't interested in it being at the church. What you want to have mean, a car I, party in your name or something? You said what? You want to have a car party in your name or something? Or? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I, I mean, I just want you to do you whatever wanna, you feel like you need to do to grieve. Hell um, no, I want you to do what I want you to do for my hell funeral. Hell no, <laughs> what I want no. you to do for my funeral. No. So you okay? So you want us to have like a sushi night or something for your funeral and drink no, margaritas? No. What else no. you be drinking? Smoke uh, reefer. Um, <laughs> I mean, you definitely can smoke a L if, if you want to, but you, you um, smoke that midget. Um, what else? Uh, 
what else would Courtney not, like? You're not going to be... Listen to NDRE or something. We, you're not going to gather in a church for me. Solange um, played at <laughs> ignorant levels. Yeah, see who you, just, you just won't. And I, and I also told um, my wife, like, as soon as something happened, like, you go and, like, cut off all of my social medias. She know I'm your not. passwords? Yep. Uh, she be, you, you think she check your social media now? No. Uh. Yeah, she's never, she's never been that type. She don't even, like, check in my phone or anything like that. She get her mm-hmm. thumbprints on it. She can get in there. I can get in hers, but we ain't never did before, that. Before I, uh, like, if I ever get married or something and I have my wife, she want my social media and shit, I'm going to delete a whole, I got to go back a whole lot, delete a whole bunch of DMs. <laughs> well, at least you have the courtesy, you'll have the courtesy to delete them and not just leave them there and be like, oh, that's on X, Y, and Z date. Yeah. And then that sparks me to ask you a question. I feel like this show gonna be long as well, but um, uh, it, it is. <laughs> do you feel like if you get in a relationship with someone else, is it problematic for you if they still have pictures of previous relationships on their social media? On their so yeah, on their social media, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, get that shit off of they. Uh, <laughs> I, I know. Wait, well, I know you fuck with the Bible a certain kind of way, but then the Bible says I'm the Alpha and the Omega. That's <sighs> how I feel. I'm the beginning and the ending. Everything there's, Brandon, you tickle me so much. I can't even nothing before you. me and nothing after me, beloved. <laughs> you fool. I just wanted to know um because sometimes people just be like, that don't got nothing to do with me. Like I don't care. But then I'm just also like, it's kind of weird even for me if I'm on like if whenever I'm on somebody's social media, and I'll be like, Oh, they such a cute couple, like whatever, and then I'm scrolling and I'll be like, Oh, well, this was another relationship. Oh, well, this was another relationship. Well, why you just ain't went back and delete these other people that you was in a relationship with? Because I just feel like that's not that's just too much. But I just wanted to know because some people be like, I mean, I don't mean nothing. Like, I'm with you now, you know, what have you. Other people be like, just be like, I don't feel like going back that far and deleting it or untagging myself. Well, I don't, and I just and I don't feel like being with your ass no more then. You ooh, can't do that ooh, shit. Because <clears throat> you know, as soon as you get with some, every time you get with somebody new, your, your new, like, Say like if 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 I date you or whatever, all your people gonna go and look at my social media and shit. So then mm-hmm. they'll go through and they'll be like, "Well, damn, who is Tasha? Uh, mm-hmm. Who is Keisha?" and all kind of shit like that. So they are gonna go yep. through and look. Damn, he was real happy in twenty fourteen. So delete all that shit. That does happen. Your tribe generally will flock to whomever you're dating and go to their page and see what all it was about and see what all they got into and then mm-hmm. it brings questions. But then not only that, I just I just be feeling like you don't necessarily gotta hate your ex. It don't have to be a bad relationship. But why do you feel the need to keep them in this space, especially if you've moved on? Like mm-hmm. I just don't especially if it went as far as like marriage. Okay. You was in like y'all was girlfriend, boyfriend, oh that's serious, but okay, but then marriage is like I shouldn't see like your ex husband from from 200 weeks ago and then your new your new husband right here two weeks ago yes <laughs> but and, and then but also in the same token it just be like okay well i understand like some of the pictures you was tagged in and maybe it is tedious for you to go back through and untag yourself so i don't know i just be looking <laughs> i just got a message about somebody wanting to do a show with you um on the network but uh i'll talk to you off the mic 
Off the oh, and I said Pure Bliss MM wrong. It's PureBlissMobile.com. I'm sorry. Yeah. PureBlissMobile.com. PureBlissMobile.com. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was a, it just seemed like we did two separate shows today. I know. We really did, y'all. Yeah. We love y'all, though. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Uh, even though y'all don't send us some motherfucking emails. Send me an email about what you think about me not wanting to have a funeral. Or yeah. the fact that I don't I don't do funerals. I don't feel like they're necessary in death. And and send me an email about what Pac has really done. Cause I mean <sighs> he, he ain't no Jay-Z. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um you can find Brandon on Instagram at BP McCoop. Ah, uh, yeah. What's your uh, what's your uh, social media according to give it to him? And you can find me on Instagram at lovecurls underscore. Yeah, BP uh, McCoop, that's me. Uh sock by said all my souls out there. You know what I'm saying? Kodak included. <laughs> we about to go. Them Zoe, them ZZ's y'all for gonna listening. Get you. Y'all better not fuck with them uh, Kodak. He'll put that goddamn voodoo on your ass. Have your goddamn, have your damn head teeny as a motherfucker. You fuck around that little young boy. He ain't fooled for nothing. <laughs> put a chicken you foot. You are such a troll. That nigga put a chicken foot under the, under the ground in your name. Next thing you, you know, are such a troll. all your grandma's dying and shit. You know what the fuck going on? You are such a troll. Y'all, you fuck with that man if y'all want to. Now your damn dick fall off or something. Oh lord, can we go? <laughs> I've done told these people bye several times. Uh oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh but that was just it, y'all. Shout out to my souls. Uh, but uh, it's your boy be easy. <laughs> and I'm Courtney. <laughs> all right, we out. Peace.